The following program is brought to you in living color. Y'all ready for this? Here we come. Good morning. Good morning. Hell yeah, yo. Sunday morning edition. I am Roy Brewster. This is... I am your morning guy. Can I say that right now? Yes. Your morning guy, formerly known as the Monday night guy, but today only the Sunday morning guys. Jimmy Shaw. Is that what I was going for that, right? The name? Yeah, I think you were going for the name. <laughs> I got That's on a tangent right there. <laughs> Jimmy just went off. I, I am I am too awake this morning, and plus we had the technical difficulties. That was Woo! always fun. Yeah, uh, it yeah. is. I like saying this. Uh, chaotic radio morning time is eight thirty three. It is the Roy and Jimmy thing. It's our morning show. Yeah, sorry for being a few minutes late. Ooh, boy, it was exciting for a minute. <laughs> it's always something. Always wow. something when you're trying to do something, Ooh. and uh, that was part of it. So, good thing it's a, uh, a Sunday morning, uh, right here on chaoticradio.com. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you, Mr. Jimmy Shaw. Good morning. Well, you know, the, the, the technical difficulty is you, you wouldn't be able to see me. And Well, first, that was the second. That was the second one. First, the, the, you couldn't hear either one of us. We, we couldn't hear anything. And so we got the, we got the, 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 the belt, the tool belt out, uh, probably four or five YouTube videos on how to be a DJ. It was, it was serious because I had my pants down. I showed my butt crack a little bit. We were working on electronics. <laughs> we saw the butt crack. The, the shit got real. The shit got real. Well, uh, good morning. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning on chaoticradio.com. Oh, man. I, again, the other live morning show we did, I cannot tell you how much more energy we both have. You know, it, yeah, we, uh, well, you know, like we said before, uh, first of all, uh, what was playing before us coming on, again, I had to interrupt our own replay. That, uh, that you know, it's funny and sad at the same time. I, I wouldn't mind bumping someone else because, you know, it's, hey, it's competition. If Zig's show was a replay, say, tough shit, Zig, you're what? out. Zig. You know, we're, we're here. We, we took it over. But we had to interrupt ourselves. Uh, which is always a little bittersweet. Yeah, I hate when we have to step on ourselves. We to, step on ourselves. Yeah, yeah, come on. Exactly. There's it's, something wrong with that. It's kind of like my everyday life, though, sometimes. <laughs> because I, many days, I just kick my own ass all day. Well, so you know, it's the same thing. Well, you know, we're grown enough where you got to put your own stuff aside for others. You know, but then we just put ourselves aside for ourselves. No, nah, not into it. Yeah, so it's kind of it kind of goes what? It evens out? Yeah, I, it, I'm more important than me is what I'm trying to tell you. Come on, people. Exactly. <laughs> well, if we talk about it this way, and we're like, okay, I'm putting myself off so you could be on, and you're putting yourself on so I could be on, then it all makes sense. Yeah, exactly. We'll go against each there other on that. We there you go. go. So I'm doing it for you. You're doing it for me. We just preempted ourselves so we're on live. Preempted ourselves. Man. Okay, so that works for me. 
that works for me. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll send you a nice apology letter letter uh, later. Hey, you know what's not needed? It's not needed. No, I get it. I understand. <laughs> I understand the road to success has some bumps. So our, our Sunday morning show it's a special live edition of our morning show. We love doing the morning show. This is our second oh. one in what two months. Uh, but we have a, a guest we've been trying to get in here for months and months and months. And he said, listen, I can make it on a weekend. And Roy went, bing, I'll see you Sunday morning. Yeah, we jumped on it. And he was, and, and you know what? I saw a post from him this morning yeah. when I went to hit him up. It was like four hours ago. Uh, yeah, I saw that post. And I'm like, if you notice, he's he's everywhere. We're, we're, we have um, Rich Redman coming in. We're going to talk to him about... Uh, you know, studio drummer, touring drummer for Jason Aldean, 20 number one hits, actor, producer, songwriter, songwriter, uh, uh, coffee drinker. <laughs> yeah, definitely a coffee drinker. Uh, coffee drink, hairstylist, uh, extraordinaire. Uh, I almost did my hair like him this morning. I, I don't have enough to do. I, I was, you know, I just have to, you know, uh, I can still do it. I, this is still fresh. You know it's coming, don't yeah. you? Yeah, maybe it's I'll coming. maybe I'll have him do my hair. I, you know it's coming. I could maybe get my back hair in a rich way. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna coin his quaff uh, by the time this show is over. So. Um yeah, he, four hours ago he was up. He actually, we talked to him yesterday, and he didn't realize we were Ranch Cucamonga. He kind of like, uh, well, wow, that's a haul. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, you know, we could pick you up. And no, he's just all good, man. I'll be there. Yeah, the, the, the good thing is that it's Sunday morning. The drive-in will be delightful as far as traffic, but ugly as far as the weather. We're going to talk to you about some of the stuff he does and all, the, not some of it, all of it. If you look, we have two pages of for you YouTube. These are all the people... So we'll go over this when he's in, all the people he's worked with and the things he does. Um, kind of motivational, too. I'm into that. So I'm kind of looking forward to that part of it as well, and and just a good guy. Since so the first time I talked to him, because Co- Steve Cooper set us up. Yeah, you know, it, it, and we'll get to that when uh, Rich gets in as far right. as uh, how we uh, heard about this guy. And, uh, yeah, a fun guy, uh, multi-talented, uh, multitasking, uh, which is uh, awesome and uh, a bummer at the same time when you analyze your life against it. <laughs> it's like i don't have time to do this well let's see last night he was in nashville this week he's here now he's going to play for eighty thousand people in the stadium and he's got a recording session then he's going to go teach someone and that takes care of monday right you know and, <laughs> and i drove from san bernardino to rancho cucamonga in 115 degree weather with the ac on going fuck my life right, <laughs> I know, right. and what am i going to make myself for dinner oh, it just it cracks me so he's going to be in here right around nine o'clock Looking forward to that. So Absolutely. Got- if you got any questions for him, give us a call here at 909-360-8330. Uh, go to YouTube.com, search Chaotic Radio, two words, chaotic with a K. We have a live video stream going on right now uh, and with a chat room. So if you're too shy to call in, definitely hit us up there or on our social media pages. You know how to contact Roy and Jimmy thing, chaoticradio.com, and through every social media uh, outlet. Outlet was the word you were looking for. You like that? Hang on there. Uh, uh, outlet. outlet. Uh, that, that wasn't planned. That's natural talent. <laughs> we, uh, we were all looking for some of that natural talent we both had going like, whoa, we, what happened to all that? We're not making sound. Well, we, we found out we don't have that natural talent on that end. So it's like, you know, I wanted to call, I wanted to be the tech support guy. Is it plugged in? And uh, normally we would say, of course it is, but here we're going, you know, hang on. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. There's a lot of lot of wires. Don't don't hold me to that right now. Hang tight. Hang tight. And the funny thing is, it ended up being kind of that issue. It, it kind of. It, I it, mean, it was. It had power. It was plugged in. But 
you know, we had people unplugging and plugging, but didn't plug and unplug back in. Uh, which, which is, you know what? It, it's a bummer. We, we, we wanted to be on a half hour ago, but you know what? That is how diverse all the shows here are at chaoticradio.com. Obviously, before us, there was a music show. They used a turntable. We're playing vinyl here at chaoticradio.com. We have music guests in. Uh, Greg Dixon's show was on yesterday, uh, 9 to 11 every Saturday. Today, uh, it's going to be the Black Lung Show with our buddy Ryan Pena, 4 to 5. Another music show. Dutchie, the, the punk DJ, Cat Monroe. We've got talk shows. We've got us, Zig Zone on Monday nights. Uh, Raghouse Records, uh, April Duran Show. It's just a, a plethora. So you know what? These glitches I'm okay with because of what we're doing here at chaoticradio.com. And I better get a check for all that I just said. <laughs> Did anyone say filler? <laughs> that was huge, dude. I was just letting you run. Your your your, your velvet voice and was just going. I, I was mesmerized. I was, it was just mesmerized seeing where I go with that. See, this yeah. is why I can't write shit down. You know, so I'm the best man at your wedding in a few weeks. I, you know what's going to happen, right? I, I, I if I sit and think about what I'm going to say, it's going to be like I never met you. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, well, once Let's we see. were in a car uh, and, um... You know, Roy's always been a tall, skinny man. Wait, that's not him. <laughs> that's not um, him. <laughs> the time I saw him open for Jason Aldean. Damn it, that's Rich. That's Rich. I yeah, so I, I, I can never pre-plan anything like that. So uh, it's, it'll be uh, it'll be a surprise uh, what your best man's going to be saying. Oh, uh, I, I got a feeling it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> it should be a surprise. Why am I thinking it's not going to be that Budweiser commercial I've seen? That is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It is so stupid to watch, but you know what? We could probably just uh, we could probably jump clip our relationship that way, uh, and, and, and any of our friends. You know what I mean? We can we can uh, jump clip it and fucking put a medley in together like that and be yeah. You know what? That works. That happened. Sure. You, you know why? Why? You know why it would work for us? Why is that? Because we're talented. Except for this. No, what do you mean except for this? We're live going right now, I we, think. We didn't People make it listening. happen. I mean, the, the good thing the camera's not catching all the scotch tape and aluminum foil I got going on in here. We're trying to get some reception in here, man. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I know we're on air because Amy just hit me and said, you guys sound good and you're cracking me up. Nice way to start my Sunday. So yeah. that means we're... We're, 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 we're actually we're on, we're we're live we're on, on the air. We're live on the interwebs. So thanks for listening in, uh, Miss Amy. Is that Amy O'Neill, the famous yes, actress is. in the high desert? Famous actress in the high desert. That Amy, is. do you know who we have coming in? Another another actor person. Actor. Actor and many other things. Exactly. So tune in. We've got some stuff for you. Well, we got to get to some business. Now, uh, we're on tonight or today, so tomorrow we will not be on. Oh, we won't? I don't know. Maybe we will. I don't, I don't know if we were or not. I, mean, I don't I'm know. Good either way. If you see the video, and by the way, thank you everybody for watching our live uh, Facebook video this morning. Uh, it, it, it's just a blast to know you guys are watching and uh, chatting with us and uh, supporting the show and the station. So uh, it's always a, a blast for us. So uh, big thanks from Roy and Jimmy. That God, so I am hard. such a fucking talker today. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you know, you know. Sometimes we get through one, and I'll listen to a show. You know, I, I always listen to him like a few days later, right, to see where I'm at, and I'll tell Jimmy. Sorry, I, I was a little uh, chatty. I was a little chatty because <laughs> I hear me going and Jimmy going. Uh, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> but, but, well, you know what? You, you step back, and you, this is how a partnership works. This is how a team works. You don't step on each other, man. No, and we don't. And and I'll apologize. And Jimmy goes, "Dude, we're having fun. Shut up." And exactly. I do the same thing when you go. It's like let him go. But that's why 
it's not the Roy thing. It's not the Jimmy thing. It's the Roy and Jimmy thing. The Roy and Jimmy thing. You know, I've done it. I've I've done little stu- stuff, and it's like you did it the other night. And you're like, man, we had a good time, but you weren't here. It was like, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> it's just not well, not the deal. I always put our relationship like uh, Jay Leno and David Letterman. Their talk shows. You're you're Jay Leno. Hey, everything's great. Uh, I was having a great time and stuff. So what's going on? How's it going? Good, 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 good. And B, I think, oh man, this show sucks. I got nothing for you tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, all right. I think I have a show for you. So, you know, we're bouncing that dynamic, so that works out good. So, No, I um I it's and I say it almost on the end of every show couldn't do it without you and that that's true. So, that's, we'll get that beside us, but that's that's a true damn story. That's what makes us special. So, uh what's up? We got some we got some business to do. All right, let's do some. Let's do some. Do you have the traditional Oh, that kind of business. Yes. Do you have that tradition? What business you're thinking about, Roy? No, I just Sunday thought you morning. said. I thought you said business like we were going to get some business bills paid. Uh, well, no, I'm good. Let's go. Let's do some business. Let's. Uh, you know what? That's probably a great idea because I can do the business we, right before we go. We are so excited to actually be on the air. Um, in fact, you know what I'm going to do? You, why don't you do the filler part right now? Because you know what we can do? What? We can play music in between stuff. So our commercial breaks would be, I don't know, a nice music break, if you will. Oh. Wouldn't that be lovely? That would. Is this where I'm supposed to do the filler part? Yeah, talk. Oh, okay. I just checked it. I just checked it. Because, <laughs> see, you know, the funny part is I'm sitting here at the engineering booth. I'm on camera. And to me, the, the monitor's right here and the other monitor's here. But if you look on the video, it looks like I'm looking three stories up. Yeah, and you know the good thing about that is? Huh. I noticed... What's that? Clean nostrils. <laughs> I gotta pride myself on that shit. No, no, no crazy uh, wild hairs. No, I, no little bats in the cave. You're looking good, man. I, I, I look like a tourist in Manhattan. I'm just like, oh, there's a commercial. I can't believe it. <laughs> look at, wow, that's a tall building. You know, it, it's, it's not a good look for me. And oh, uh, it is a good look for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, I'm doing that. The, if I had the the neck gobble thing, then I, I could be, uh, you know, you know chin checking hey, hey, myself hey, right there. Hey, you give me a bad thing about the neck gobble. I got one of those going on. Stop it. <laughs> you know what? We were looking, and when you do, I'm glad you're doing this camera right here. But I have a feeling you're going to change it when Rich comes in. Yeah, because you know we got to put him in the him. Uh, a spot where I can see him visually, and also the whole. Here's the key to success today. Yes. Ready? You know what it is? Our branding. No. Ready? Go. It's going to go right here on my bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm putting the Roy and Jimmy I, sticker right on my I, bald spot. I like how you think. I'm doing it. You think I'm not? I'm doing it. No, I know you're going to. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, what an idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. That is freaking awesome. I love it. Uh, so should I take care of this business right now, or are we done talking? Yeah, go for it. Let's, right. let's get you set up. So here. today... Since I don't know if we're going to be on tonight or not tomorrow, I, we just we haven't decided yet. Well, hey, just pretend we are because we're might. And today it's 175 days till our new year, 2018. That's 4,216 hours. You on every word yet? 252,973 minutes. Now, if you break that down even more, even more, it's 15,178,385 seconds until Monday, January 1st, 2018. Again, people, Los Angeles time, not New York time, anywhere else, just so you know. Not Thomas, not South Dakota time either, a little different there. So you know, it's 175 days, 16 hours, 12 minutes, and 44 seconds. Beep. Until the new year. So make your plans that, now. That was beautiful. That was like posted up like like 
That's some stuff right there. Again, pro. It's morning fresh is what it is. We are oozing excellence right now. (laughs) Uh, Oozing doesn't sound good. uh, Well, it is is the morning. Uh, I'm trying not to be a a narcissist here. Do it. But look here on my phone. If you see me dipping down here, you know, I'm seeing seeing the response. We got uh, Perry Martin and uh, Lisa just commented on our video. Uh, let's see here. Good morning, Sunshine's from Lisa. Thank you. Good morning from Arizona. I hope you're surviving. I don't know in Sedona if you get that Phoenix heat, but uh, either way, we're all getting nailed on this stuff. So. Hot. Hot. Like sweaty. But it's not as balmy. No, no. The balminess. No, no. Not as balmy. Oh, my God. The balminess. Wow. Thurston just showed up. <laughs> We've got balminess. I can't believe it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take our, uh, let's take our first break out of here. Let's get everything all reset. And we're going to have our buddy uh, Rich Redman in. He has arrived in the building. He made the trek. You know how we know? Because Lucy told me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you are listening to the Roy and Jimmy Thing Morning Show, special edition right here on chaoticradio.com. Give us a call, 909-360-8330. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back in just a sec. Welcome back to the Roy and Jimmy thing here at KNUCRadio.com. Give us a call 909-360-8330. The time is here. The time is here. The reason we're here. The reason the reason the Roy and Jimmy thing is the Sunday morning happening right now. Um, we'd like to welcome our guests. We've been waiting for like since I think I started talking to him in October and I just talked to him outside saying at one point I knew he was gonna say, you know what, dude, just leave me the hell alone. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna welcome in Rich Redman. Rich, what's well, going on, man? Morning guys, how are you? Uh, how was the drive from Fantastic. I just like saying Rancho Cucamonga. There's only other, one other word that's like more fun to say is El Chupacabra. <laughs> See, it goes together. If El Chupacabra was in Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, dude. This I mean, sounds like a web series. Right? That would be awesome. Hey, we, we can ride on your coattails. We know you're a producer and a writer and all that. You can make this stuff up. I know you can already. We could, uh, we'll pitch the show to Bravo, the real El Chupacabro of Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, my God. That's He's, a spelling nightmare. <laughs> it's funny. He just said it like a true white guy, El Chupacabro. Hey, I got to make sure I get it right. <laughs> I got to make sure I got it right. Welcome, Rich. Thanks so much for coming in, Oh, buddy. thanks for having me, guys. This is great. This is awesome. Hey, we're on YouTube.com. We're uh, live streaming. Uh, search chaotic radio two words chaotic with a k and uh, look at uh richard's pretty face and our two mugs it's a pretty rock and roll title chaotic with a k that's right we got to hit that k hard yeah that's it, it gotta, that's that's what makes us different right. <laughs> otherwise we'd just be chaotic and you spell chaotic with a c-h-a-o right chaotic C-H, yeah yeah, yeah. Say, whew, how sharp was that boom boom Hey, is this show usually on Sundays, or is this a special edition? Special, edition, special edition, just because edition. of you. Nice. Thank you, guys. No, thank you for coming in. You <laughs> we're like, well, no, I can't do Mondays, because you have th- when you're in town, you have things going Monday nights, so it's very important. And then um, when I saw he was going to be in town again, I thought, well, what are we still doing? He goes, no, I'm still doing that, which is awesome. I mean, it's good. Thank you. And so I started ritching around, well, I've, I'm off this Sunday, maybe? <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. And he said, as soon as he said, yeah, Jimmy, down. Put it down. Get it. Put it get down. It. Please, happen. please, write it down. Write so, it down. Um, Thanks, guys, very much. Yeah, no, I've got an acting coach. He's very 
uh, possessive, and he just wants me on Monday night. And we we drill uh, a lot on Monday, so we have a good time. Well, how's that going? It's going really well. I'm actually uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, I'm playing the role of a character named Chris Isaac. He's kind of like a douchey radio host. <laughs> is that why you're here? Is for so now I know why you showed up. So he's heard the show before. <laughs> he's a douchey radio host um, in a uh, in a horror feature. It's like a real feature with a real budget and real actors. And I'm going to be interviewing one of the main starlets. It's going to be really fun. It shoots in Nashville. It's called All Light Will End. Okay, that's the one I see. That's the one I see that's filming. Yeah. You also have Re- Reawakened. Yeah, Reawakened is is done. I think they're putting some finishing touches on it. They're going to do a uh, cast party slash red carpet event, hopefully coming up at a theater here somewhere in Los Angeles. So that was good. That was two years ago that we shot that. I died a glorious death. I, my neck was slit wide open. No. I, I, saw, I saw that picture, yeah. Really oh, you know what? I didn't see the picture now you said that. Hey, you know... Even if the thing never, I sure hope it does well. But if it never sees the light of day, everyone needs to die a glorious death in a horror movie. <laughs> in a horror movie. Yeah. I've, I've done glorious deaths on stage, but never in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. That well, hurts. Well, oh, yeah. For your comedian, you're dying a glorious death. That is not good. No, it, but it hurts. <laughs> I'd rather have my throat slit. I think <laughs> it's pretty bad sometimes. But you have to. I mean, as you know, the best comedians bomb. You know, that's how you learn and grow and get your best material, right? And that's it. That's what they say. That's you, how you get your thick skin. You, 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 what we call the the term we call it is everyone has to eat shit once in a while. Just straight up. <laughs> eat shit. And yeah. uh, speaking of eating shit, uh, we got to thank our buddy Steve Cooper for letting us in, <laughs> giving us a uh, uh, hooking us up with you. What an amazing segue! Yeah, when that, I'm sure he'll appreciate that there. Uh, but uh, you know, I first saw he was doing his one of his uh, infamous Steve Cooper live Facebook feeds. Oh yeah, on the stoop with Coop. Yeah, on the stoop with Coop, and that's when I kind of uh, saw you. It was the one you were on, and he hit us. He goes, you got you to gotta hook up with Jimmy. Him and uh, Roy have a show. And uh, like I said, we've been uh, waiting since then. And it's been awesome. Awesome wait for that. But yeah, Coop, uh, Coop and his uh, famous uh, Facebook Live videos. Yeah, everybody check out coopertalk.net. The guy's got like 800 episodes of, of interviewing musicians and actors. He's a really great interviewer. Yeah, I just listened to the one uh, you did with him last year. And uh, just uh, off the bat, me and you already have a simpatico commonality. What's that? We are both from Connecticut. Oh, my God, yeah. I was born in Nor- uh, Norwich, Connecticut, raised in Milford, Connecticut, wherever those are. I don't know. I, le- I left <laughs> I left before I could drive. We moved to El Paso, Texas, about as far as you away you can get from Connecticut. Yeah, I was born in uh, Waterbury, Connecticut, Yeah, and uh, just down the 80 from Hartford. But, it, you know, for such a small state, I'm just like you, Norwalk. Uh, I don't know where any of this is. You know, I just know that little... Uh, Hobbit or little uh, town that I'm from, and yep. a couple little outskirts. And uh, but I, you know, that's where all my family is. But you say Connecticut, I went there. We go. We're lifelong friends. Yeah, we just have a a, um, a family reunion once a year at the uh, Mohegan Sun because I always play the Mohegan Sun, and everybody comes out and we all catch up. And it's awesome. That's the only time Connecticut seems like a big state is when you drive from the city to Mohegan Sun. <laughs> I did that drive, and holy, it's like are, I was a little kid. Are we there yet? Yeah. Are we there yet? Totally. But a beautiful casino out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is a stretch for them. Yeah, we love it. We love it out there. The Wolf Den. I played in a million bands at the Wolf Den, and of course now we're playing the we're playing the big room, which is always fun. And yeah, like family comes out and we all catch up, and it's a good time. Oh, that's awesome. So, so on the <laughs> acting thing, we did that a Christmas on repeat. That one's announced. 
That's another. Yeah, there's one. some things happening. You know, my what, thing is, I'm just getting my training. You know, and 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 you know, my coach and I went. We went to the Smokehouse, a Hollywood institution, and you know, it's we're Clooney, and everybody goes and does lunch. You know, with the the red leather couches and seats and stuff. Very old Hollywood, and we just kind of looked around and kind of said, you know, hey man, you've been at this for two years, and and you should be very proud of yourself. You could you could pick up a script, you could do a cold read, you got representation in two cities, you have an acting manager. It's like you're in the game, man. Good for you. So we just kind of celebrated and had a lunch the other day at the Smokehouse. That's that's awesome. When you said you're in the game, it reminded me of one of the things you did on one of your videos, where where you disliked when people called themselves aspiring anything don't aspire you either do or you don't it was one of my it was one of my favorite <laughs> things just because i've actually used it yeah and you're like oh, no wait a minute i'm an aspiring act, aspiring actor or me an aspiring comic or a radio but i'm not have you done it yeah are you paid for it yeah well that's what you're doing you're a comic bro yeah, right and it's one of the <laughs> it's one of the coolest things i've heard anyone say and and I'm kind of into that realm. I've been, I've been with a couple different guys. I, I'm a Tony Robbins fan. I've been to his events. Oh, sure. Been, you know, I've done some work with Kyle Seats and, and other people and watch other people. And, and when I heard that, it just made so much sense because it's almost like you downgrade what you do. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I'm trying. What, what do you want to try for? You're really doing it. You own it. You just own it. You just own it. You live it. Every day you get out of bed and you work on getting better at it and, and you enjoy the process. No, you got. I think you got to enjoy the process part. Yeah, That's the, hard to do sometimes when you eat shit on stage. Yeah, the, the journey is the is the is the thing, you know. But when you look back on the journey, it was awesome. But when you're in it, sometimes it doesn't. But see, that's how you stay busy. You're always busy. The journey to you seems like something you really enjoy. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, we're just being creative in different ways. You know, whether I'm. <clears throat> You know, teaching. Yesterday I did a master class for like 30 kids and it was great and all the kids got to get up and play. And I said, look, come to this master class and you'll get immediate um, advice from me on the spot about how to up your game and, and improve. Get feedback for immediate improvement. It was a really awesome day. And so whether I'm teaching or whether I'm playing or recording and, you know, I've produced some records and written some songs and, and, and all along the way you're developing relationships with people that do these wonderful things. And so it's just the ongoing thing man that may, and people make the whole thing happen right? well you know you've mentioned before uh, you know the networking and the making the friends but you know it, it, one of the fun things about being in any kind of profession is and no matter how long you're into it you like helping others you know their advice or you see someone stuck on something you were stuck on maybe you know and it, it, it is actually kind of fun and you know to say hey listen you know what this is what happened to me. Maybe this can work for you. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, the helping and, and tutoring is, is really uh, one of the fun things that uh, I enjoy doing, and I know Roy does too. Oh, my God. Teaching and mentoring are so powerful, you know, because, you know, you reap what you sow. You've put out this great energy and information into the world. And, you know, I've been in Nashville 20 years, and that's been a journey. And everyone's kind of, it's the new hip city, so people are moving there. And, and, and then people knock on my door on Facebook, and they say, like, any advice on how to do this? And I just say, well, we can get together and talk about it. But here it really is, like... Show up with a smile on your face. Never have a bad day. Always execute at the highest level. Make lots of friends. You know, exceed expectations. And don't be in a rush. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, and I say, there you go. That's going to save five years off your journey. Right <laughs> Just like, here, you got five minutes, I got five years. This for is you. your. This is going to save you five years. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and everyone's going to tell you when you start that um, – you know, if they should tell you that you're going to have some roadblocks, you're going to have some downtime, and then you're going to, but those peaks are going to be worth it. You know, when you have a great, uh, we have a great set, you know, yeah. or you have a great show. You know, the next one maybe uh, falls down, falls down for whatever reason it is equipment, uh, mood. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can't say, well, I'm done. I'm over. This is awful. You know, you, you, you hit the journey. You keep going. And when you look back, that journey is like, you know, remember that time I ate shit at that show? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one of my funnest nights ever. Yeah. You know, because you learn from that. You know, and everyone everyone goes in with you when you have a, a bad set or a bad time. It's like, yeah, you know, I've been there, buddy. No problem. You know, you're, you're, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, totally. And in a band, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And, you know, the band I've been playing with, 18 years we've been playing music together. We finish each other's sentences, and there's a, there's a kind of an unwritten communication that's a body language. It's, I don't know, Aquaman and the fish, you know, like, doot, 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 doot. We just, it's just, un, it's just this, <laughs> another level of communication that comes from being around people for 18 years and, and having a... Um, a similar mindset and I mean I see these guys more than I see my my parents my blood brothers my anyone in my family and I've missed weddings and funerals and graduations and everything well yeah you have to and and, you know and that there as we talked earlier that's a marriage right there because you can do a glance a look you don't have to you have to say man I have a problem with that moment Uh, you know me and Roy can just look at each other through the, the glass here and go really Without saying it, you know. Yeah, I mean, my band that has last outlasted both of my marriages, and that is crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> well, you know, I've known Roy since fifth grade, so yeah. that, that's that's a, cool. That's like one of my longest relationships, you know. Uh, it's not always roses, you know what I mean? It's your buddy. You got to hey. talk to him. Hey, I'm sorry to break this to <laughs> you, but I, I figured I'd break it to you on air. <laughs> on air, right? Just What's that you, all about? It's that, not always roses. Give you that uh, reality Come show on. thing. <laughs> I just need dramatic music right now. <laughs> But I mean, for people who don't listen, you are the drummer, recording and touring drummer for Jason Aldean. Yeah. Um, if you're listening and don't know that, you should. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> but I mean, not not only that, but I mean, all the people. I, I made a list of just people you played with. I'm kind of prepared, and I'm like, we don't have time for this. Are you no? But I mean, if you just go through it, are you are you kidding me? I mean, how is this just? Obviously, you're good at what you do, but. How do you? Is it just the networking part? I mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of those people that I've played with have been a result of that eighteen-year relationship, you know. Like, and some of the some of those things are a single recording. Some of them are a tour. Some of them are a television show. Um, like playing with Bob Seger, Ludacris, Kelly Clarkson. Like the probably the top ten people on that list are all as a result of me, you know, playing with Aldean and his band for the last eighteen years. So. Yeah. You know. Really, really incredible stuff. And and all those people, you know, just they put their pants on one leg at a time. They have to pay taxes. They have to go to the bathroom. I just remember that. Like, it's like, there's Bob Seger. He's a, wow, we are, I am playing with Bob Seger. But he has to pay, ta- he has to pay taxes and he goes to the bathroom and all that stuff. So I just, you know, I never get starstruck, you know. Well, you, you have that moment of inner starstruck. <laughs> and you're just like, holy shit, that's Bob Seger. This is or, happening. I'm he, playing Summer 69 with Brian Adams. Yeah, and the, but, right? then, but then the next time you see him, you're like total peers and stuff. Hey, Hey, Bob. Hey, Rich, what's going on? Well, it was cool working with him because he was actually a fan of our music and he actually knew our names and he was just a gentleman. You know, usually the people in my experience that have stayed in the business 10, 15, 20, 30 years, they're there for a reason and they're the nicest people. The, the, the you know, one single out fly by night, in, super insecure people are usually not super, not super nice and they're a flash in the pan. Oh, exactly. They yeah. come and go. Yeah, you know, and it, uh, when you meet all these people, you're you're surprised that you're meeting them, and second of all, you're surprised that they're that open and friendly. Yeah, and then they remember you the next time, you know, or familiar with your work. Yeah, sometimes you play with somebody, and you know, you'll be backstage at an award show in Vegas or whatever, and you see them across the room, and you get the the head. <laughs> the <little> head <laughs> you get the head nod, like, yeah, we had a good time together, man. That was a special night, man. I hope you hope you're doing. I got all that from a head nod. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. This, this is the right nod. You know what it is. It wasn't. See, for us, it might be one of these. 
That's the shake. <laughs> a little different. A little different thing. You, you, or you do the nod and then they do the... You're like, oh man, I was throwing good vibes and they didn't throw a ball. Or it's like when you see a super famous actor at like a, at, a, um, at the smokehouse. And, you, and then, you, you know, you don't want to bother him. You just... You just I, like, I know who you are, dude, and I've seen all your stuff. Good job. Right. I, I, <laughs> you I, know? I had to work out a, uh, a, a plan to meet famous people you know when we started doing comedy you know you're meeting these people and you're like can't believe they're right here so i was at the comedy store and i saw a comic uh comic and actor uh, chris delia and instead of going i'm a big fan oh my god because I'll, I'll turn into a teen girl he was on undateable Sweet. right undateable yeah, great yeah. show yeah um so i went up my my thing is i go up to people and i'll just give them a little pat on the shoulder hey chris great to see you man and then i walk away i'm out I, I don't want to hear from you. I just, boom. Next time I saw him, he knew I was that cool dude. Hey, Jimmy, how you been? Nice. You know, you, they, I bring it up that way without being the Star Trek. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. And then I worked with him on a show. It's like, hey, good to see you again. Then we got to do a show together, you know. He's so, super tall, right? Yeah, he's tall. He's about as tall as I am. That's yeah. rare, you know, to have um, actors are usually tiny little people. Uh-huh. Right. And, but they appear, Damn it, I'll never make they it. appear big on the screen. You're what? just like, holy cow. Yeah. Just crushed my dreams. You're crushed. <laughs> I did my first acting play just a few months ago. I had just just visions, and now you just crushed them that quick. Thanks for coming, Rich. No, no. You, um, <laughs> but but have you ever met somebody that was like a true idol and kind of got that little geeked out a little bit? Um, just a little. Yeah, I've met a lot of my heroes. You know that I that that you know were in magazines and they were on my wall. You know next to my drum set. And what's crazy is that they're now kind of like, I don't want to say colleagues, but we find ourselves at the same events. You you're, know? you're peers. Yeah. yeah. And, we, you know, and, you, and you're like, you know. You're the same not, right? <laughs> it's so awesome. it is very cool. And, you know, because I do like these camps now. I call them my drummer's weekends. And so my fifth annual one's coming up in Nashville in November. And I basically just literally hire the world's greatest drummers to mentor kids for like 72 hours. And the kids not only get to be around them and learn from them, but they break bread with them. And it's just kind of this, you know, white glove experience. They ride around in limos and they've got a hotel package. And so, you know, hiring guys, you know, like, you know, Kenny Aronoff that was with John Fogarty and Mellencamp for years and years. And I mean, just like this year, I'm probably going to have Taylor Swift's drummer, Carrie, uh, Carrie Underwood's drummer. And they just, they're just going to hang out with these 25 kids wow. for three days. That, that's awesome. Wow. So the, like, the, 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 the kids are like, dude, Rich, thanks for doing this. I'm like, well, hey, man, you paid to be here. This is what you get. Well, yeah, you give them like, and, awesome. and you immerse them in the experience, <laughs> totally. which is great. It's you know, an experience. We've yeah. done the, the, the boot camp stuff, uh, like Kyle Cece mentioned uh, and Louis Anderson. They didn't have it at a bar or a, a hall, you know. They had it at the comedy store. So it's like a it's like a comedic boot camp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it basically, it wasn't teaching you how to be funny. It was teaching you how to let go of any inhibitions mm-hmm. that you know hold your way. And that and it kind of it started applying to life, not only just for stand up. You know, it's like you know, what's your true self? What are you trying to show to people? Mm-hmm. You know, that's your joke. That is your bit. You present it, but let's get the stumbling blocks. Out of the way. Can you teach funny? It's or like like you either have it or you don't, and then you then you kind of fine tune the delivery. Right? I believe I believe you have it. I don't. Some people disagree, but I don't. I really don't think you can teach funny. You can teach them how to say a joke, right? Obviously, yeah. Uh, but it's just that your own voice is your own voice. Yeah, the writing's got. I mean, it's got to be there. Like, like everyone's like, do you stand up? Because it seems like a lot of people in Los Angeles that are trying to get on sitcoms or they're working on their comedic chops, they'll go and they'll do open mics and stuff, and then they'll. That's it's part of their repertoire. What they do, they keep that that chop 
up. And, I, and I'm like, no, I've never done it. I said, I, I would do it. I would do five minutes. But the writing has got, I mean, it's got to be five minutes of insane right hook, left hook, right hook, left hook. Because I don't want to die that death. Well, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's like you. I, I've seen a, I've seen a couple of your uh, videos where you're on stage. Uh, you know, I think it was Country Fest or something like that. Just huge audience. The camera's behind you. Yeah. You know, it, it, and it applies to everybody really in a profession. The hardest thing to do is be yourself on stage. You know, so you can't sit there and play drums and play a set and just be real tight thinking of, oh my God, how did uh, how did John Bonham do it? How did uh, oh, you know? What I, I mean? forgot to pay my electric bill. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're you're, you're you look like you're at home with the headphones on, going, "This is my jam." You know what I mean? You're just flailing. You're just you're open. This is what you do. Yeah. And, and, and as comics and uh, including uh, Cooper, you have to be that guy who made him laugh in the garage at the party on the stage too. So yeah. if you're not up there with the headphones on, just fuck, just having a ball, yeah. we're not going to believe you. It shows in your playing. You know what I mean? And that just lets people go, you know, we're all having a great time. They're here for us, and we're, we're doing this. Yeah, it seems like the funniest people don't have a like a, a gag or even a, like a tagline. I mean, there's, the tagline guys are, are cool, but, the you know, the Robin Williams who just, like, go up there and just, like, eh, just eviscerate yourself, like, and, oh, yeah. right. at any expense. Exactly. Yeah. So real. Yeah, and there's a good thing and a bad thing about that because I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But second of all, you're free enough to talk about something we have no idea you're yeah. talking about. Where is he going? Where is he going? And, but that keeps you in it too, yeah. you know? Uh, like I said, I, I really enjoyed your stage presence with your videos oh, and you were just, just killing it. Oh, man, thank you. That man. one, uh, the... the that the, the the music fest I forgot the name of it but uh, uh, CMA music fest yes that one that that video that's a great video, great perspective of you too what you see I just put a GoPro behind me you know yeah. the GoPro is so like I tell my students it's so affordable it's a great way to to learn you just buy use one on Craigslist or whatever you put it up and you can put it in different parts of the kit and you're going to learn so much about you know your posture your body mechanics like if you're playing too much or too little and and then just just everything your technique your showmanship everything yeah the, the showmanship that's definitely the word i was looking for right there i mean it's a, i'm a fan of drummers in any band that is my deal i love and i won't brag but my my air drum shit is on point <laughs> and so there's, there's no way i could do it for real i've been air drumming way too long it's just not going to happen uh, but you know, I always look at the drummer. I, they, they're keeping the beat. They're energetic. You know, I'm just fixated on the uh, the drummer when I'm watching a, a local band at a bar or even at a concert. Yeah, then there's yeah, there's and there's two kinds of music, like good and bad. But both kinds of music need a drummer. They do <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, and sometimes they're the unsung heroes. You know, uh, there's a show here called The Zig Zone is on before us on Monday nights, and he's a drummer. He's been in a band, so once a month he has a show called The Drum Clinic. So he has drummers in, and I've engineered that show a couple oh, times. Cool. And we talk drums, and I totally get into it. I'm like, yeah, the beat on this guy, you know, and I love that drum. Hey, look at the beat on this look guy. Look at this, look at the on. beats on that yeah, broad. This freaking, <laughs> this freaking guy. No, I'm glad you like drummers. I just, you know, I, I just need more women to like drummers. I'm, sing <laughs> I'm single now, ladies. Well, you know, there's no way they're going to put that drum on. They're not, they're not going to put the drum kit in the front. So it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I know. You I, just, mean, I do appreciate when they kind of put them off the side and the right, kind of in the front. You're like, well, you yeah, know, that ain't right. But but look at that! We can see the drummer. Yeah, no, Throw, it's, it's good. Give, give give the drummer some loving. <laughs> did, you, did you already? Did you always have that attitude when you drum? Though I know you even talk about it, but there's the different attitude you do and the energy you you put off when you drum. Did you always have that, or is it something that? I think is that what you felt, or is it just have like a, you have to have like a presence and like a, a like a natural charisma? I think you know. I mean, there are some people that. You know, you know the drummer in a symphony orchestra is they can't take those liberties. You know, you're wearing your tuxedo and you're counting measures. I mean, I've done that too. You know, um, but 
you know, even if you're playing a, a wedding or a bar mitzvah or a pool party or something, you know, you I, you take your presence and your confidence um, behind the kit to any of those gigs. Of course, you might have to play softer, you know, like um, at that bar mitzvah. You're probably not going to be able to play too loud. You could create cr- crank on the you know, have, uh, you could that, right? <laughs> the chicken dance. There, there's a YouTube video I just got uh, reminded myself of. Is that it's called uh, "Drummer at the Wrong Gig." Oh my have god! Have you seen that that's, one? That's my buddy Steve. He's awesome. Is yeah. it really? He's actually a great drummer. It's like oh. a, it's a mellow cover band, like at a wedding kind of thing, and the drummer's back there just boom, boom, yeah, just you know, showing. His it timing up. is amazing. It's he doesn't miss a beat, not one. And yeah, he's able to. He was able to do some. He was on the office. He was he was on the office. Yeah, yeah. He was a guest star on the office. It, it's it's such a great video to watch because he's not overplaying. He's not losing the beat. Everyone just seems so dead and wax figures, and this guy's just back there twirling. It just <laughs> it's awesome. Hit and the I, stare st- hard. I still have never asked him if he if he planned it as a, as like a comedic thing to try to go viral, or if it was just a thing where he really does play with that band, and they let him do that thing, and they just happen to capture it on because vi- it's a viral video. Oh yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it's a it, 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 it's such a joy to watch him do that because you go, this guy is purely enjoying what he does live, no matter where he's at. You he's know? so good. It, it, it's a great video. That's funny. I, I, good pull. I can't. That was like a probably a year, year and a half. I saw it the first time. Yeah, drummer at the wrong, at the wrong gig, <laughs> and you're like, what could great. this ever be? And then you click on it, and you go, man, this guy's awesome. This guy is just great. <laughs> well, drummer, is that uh, what you've always wanted to do in music? Uh, drumming or totally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been playing drums since 1976 when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Um, <laughs> stop, and, we'll stop. We're way so older. You get a Don't couple, start. You just get a. But I mean, you know, people are like, how long have you been playing the drums? You know, like I'll get picked up in an Uber or something, and we, you know, you start chatting with the girl or whatever and, and she's like I'm 40 years I've been playing the drums but you know it takes that time it takes the 10 20,000 hours in the trenches you know to, to get good at a skill and it was just no it was just a calling I, I think I knew that I was I was gonna do this man I got the bug at a young age and then you know the synchronicity came the police put out synchronicity and then the, uh, Alex Van Halen's playing on 1984 and then I was hooked and then I was just in and then you know I ended up along the way I got a, my backup plan was to uh, study classical percussion. So I have my master's degree in classical percussion and music education. So if at some time I get tired of touring, I could move to middle America and get the little jacket with the patches on the elbows and pass out the syllabus and be a professor. I don't think I'm going to do it, but I could. <laughs> I could. But I could. Yeah. I think you need a leather jacket with little patches. That's on. the jam. And then you could. Yeah. Come on, a little bit, a little bit <laughs> of you into right the classroom. There. Everyone has that you know collects something, or they have a they have a fetish, or they they. You know, I I love leather. I mean, I just I have a million leather jackets. It's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing. My yeah. style, that's my style right there. I had a lot. I had a lot of leather jackets. I can't. I only had two. You got to kill a whole cow to put a leather jacket. It's on not there. vegan friendly. None no. of these jackets are vegan. No. <laughs> no. Second, but you could get like four jackets out of a cow. I mean, I got a whole. Probably cow for one jacket. <laughs> this thing is. This thing is. Yeah, it was a cow on a diet. It was a cow on a diet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> don't go. I wish the listeners could feel this. It is nice. It is nice. nice. It is like. Well, you know, one of the things I really enjoyed about knowing about you and other drummers is, you know, you play with uh, Jason Aldean for all these years, and that's a, a specific format: country music, yeah, country rock, really. Yeah. Uh, but I, I appreciate that you play with uh, Kelly Clarkson. I appreciated hearing about uh, again on Cooper talk about. You like the the faces, you know, and you just mentioned the police. You know, yeah. what I mean? I'm one of those guys where I'm multi genre. Yeah, you know? sure. You know, depending on the mood, I can listen to anything. I, I think we just put we put labels on music because back in the day we had to put them in the appropriate section of the record store. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm not a big believer in putting labels on music. It's just it either moves you or it doesn't. And my, my goal back in the day was to be able to play on a film score and play in a symphony orchestra and back up a rock band or play you know crazy fusion music at the Big Potato. Just like I wanted to do everything. And um, sometimes, you know, you, you, you just an opportunity is created or you create an opportunity and you get known for doing something and then that becomes the box that you're in. And exactly. Be, and, and you have to work actually hard to let people know, no, I, I, I'm not in that box. I don't, I'm not in a box. But it actually, I have I'm, I have peace with people calling me a country rock drummer because um, it's better to be known for something than nothing at all. Well, you know, it's one of those monikers where you say, you know, uh, you're a country rock drummer uh, with Jason Aldean for 13 years, and you know he's also played with Taylor Swift. He's played with it, and everyone's going, "Oh, okay, great. This is that. You know what I mean? That's your headline, and everything else is your supporting resume, right there. You know? Yeah, totally. It's like this guy just branches out. You know, one of the things me and Roy came across just like you. You know, when you find yourself being in the box, when you recognize that moment to get out of it. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be known as this guy. I don't want to be known as a guy. Yeah. You know, the one thing. Sure. You know, branch out. Let's do some voiceover. Let's do something else, you know, and, and enhance the others with what you're doing yeah, now. Yeah, and I still haven't gotten a really, really good paying voiceover job. But the thing is, is that, you know, I was at a party the other night and someone said, hey, well, I'm always looking for new voiceover people. I was like, no problem. I'm going to send you my, you know, just can I say send you my demo and, and, and an email tomorrow? Oh, yeah, send it on. So Absolutely. you got to have the tools when because those moments will happen when someone says, oh, give me your stuff. you got to have the stuff ready to go. One, one of the things uh, with uh, Kyle Cease teaching us, uh, telling us is uh, expect the unexpected. Yeah. Be prepared for the unexpected. Yeah, but don't expect success, no. but prepare for Be it. Be prepared for it, because <laughs> the moment may happen, or may not, but if you're not ready for any moment to happen to you, and it's your talent, you need to be responsible for yourself Sure, at that time. You know, I, I remember, every when that comes up, I remember Jimmy and I, we were at the Lovett's Club when it was open, and we had just started, we were probably six months in, maybe not even that, maybe less than that, probably, mm-hmm. and we're there, and they used to, Fraser Smith... Who we it was an idol of ours type of guy, you know, radio and comic, and he used to do a showcase on Wednesdays, and Jimmy and I would go and we'd like sit in the back and have a drink and watch and see how this thing's all working. And one of the uh, servers came up, saw us there all the time, says, "Hey, they're short on talent tonight. You guys want to go up?" And you're like, "No shit." Did I... <laughs> well, here's well, no, here's the problem. We would have went, but we sat there and looked at each other like, "Do we have material?" I don't know. Are we good? I don't know if we're ready. I don't know if we're ready. We doubted ourselves. We freaked out forever and never went up. Uh, And it's like you hit us today and we're like, I don't care. You know, know, you're in a line at an airport. Hey, we need, okay, I'll do it. I mean, it's that thing that, that was an opportunity missed because we weren't ready. We weren't ready to go. We didn't have whatever it was to say, no, I don't care. We're going to do it. Whether it was a bad experience or a good experience, we should have taken it. Yeah, totally. But we were freaked out. Have you guys seen that I'm dying up here on HBO or Showtime or whatever? It's Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. Um, I have a DVR. I'm one of those guys. Right? I got like I have some three episodes in. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Sean Williams talks about that all the time. Yeah, I watch uh, Crashing on HBO. Uh, you know, the similarities when you see all that, you're just like, yeah, I've been through that. It was the Crashing, uh, that was a Judd Apatow thing. That Judd Apatow thing, yeah. With uh, Just one season, right? So far, they're coming back for two. Okay, great. But yeah, you know, so you you have this comic going through his life problems and still wanting to go for the the stand up comic, but doing the shitty gigs that build up. Then you meet the one guy, gives you the great feature spot, you know, and we all can relate to that, you know. And so I'm waiting to take the time to watch Dying. I'm dying up here because the book was awesome. Crashing, I remember that. Yeah, crashing on HBO. So, So there it is. How do you find time to watch that stuff? 
happy. <laughs> you know what's like, really, no, it's that, really well, funny is that yeah, people are they're not watching shows in real time anymore. They're doing the binge binge watching thing, and I can't. It's the old man in me. I cannot get away from having cable, and when I am home, doing the surfing in my you know in my chair the old man thing where you're just like what's on you know yeah. and you, like, <laughs> right? I, I know I need to just can't it's just a stupid bill to have cable because I'm never home and just like watch everything on my device so I think I'm going to finally do it it's just try to break the habit you know because these crazy kids they just they watch things and they never watch things in real time but I I love saying like oh Sunday night I'll be home yeah I'll watch I'll watch HBO It'll it's you know they rerun it right and on demand and all that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I need to cancel uh, I, You know, I do the same thing because it's so much easier to find what you want to watch quickly yeah. on your device, iPad, iPhone, whatever uh, smartphone you have. But to take that time, like you said, sit on the couch, get the remote out. Honestly, when I do that, I, I fall asleep because it's just like it's a dead time for me. Yeah. But I can watch it on my, my phone and catch up on uh, a stand-up bit I saw or the news or uh, a series. There's something nice, though, about like getting on your your leather couch and oh. pouring a bottle pouring a bottle of wine um, and like lighting a candle and then just you know just oh ha- yeah you know when you can do that having it, man time yeah I'm so used to being on the go as you are yeah you know you have your work you have your gigs you're writing uh, we're editing the the radio shows when you sit on the couch it's like that's nothing to do even that's though awesome. you want to watch, I have a 50 inch TV that I don't watch so much. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll catch up and I'll catch up so quickly on my phone. Yeah. And just like, okay, I got it. Good, I got to saw, see Rich's videos. I, I was home alone last night with a big TV, and I'm watching you on this. Going, there he is. Next one. It's so easy. To, <laughs> it was easier to access everything this way. Going, oh, Rich, and then there's all the links. You like your um, your gear down, your, your gear video. Oh, my gear rundown. That's my oh, buddy my uh, Jim McCarthy. My, you know, so we have these people that come into our lives and they champion. I'm like, why do you like me so much? You just be. Certain people just believe in you no matter what. And he he was like, we're ready. We got to do another gear rundown. And he kind of shoots it like MTV Crib style where it's like, (laughs) you know, there's music and voiceover and and an interview. And people eat that stuff up. They love gear. They're like, what what are you playing? What's the sizes? What's the dimension? I'm not a gear guy. So I have to learn and go, oh, yeah, it's like a 10 by 12 inch Tom. And this is 16 by 16. It was that that symbol with the holes in it. What would you call that one? It's it's, a... that just, it's the holy china. The holy china, and, <laughs> and it, it, is that a twenty, twenty-one? Nine, it's a twenty-one inch, and but you know when you, a lot of people I think think of drummers as just you're just slapping them, you just slapping around. You got the sticks, you're going like like how I air drum. Right. Oh, yeah, I got this boom, memorize it, be done with it. Yeah. But then when you watch something like how you put up on there, the the techniques, the just the gear rundown for one, that's is, a lot, is, man. It's a it's a lot. that is overwhelming. But then I, I watched the the train effect video. Um, oh, the train, the train beat. The train beat. Right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, that seems simple enough. And then you do the variations, and then you split the time. You say, well, this can be a 1.8, it can be one sixteen. You got the downbeat, the upbeat, and then you're like this. I'm going, ah, wow. I mean, the dedication, uh, what people don't realize what you guys go through just for a simple beat like that, you yeah. know? Oh, there's a lot of working drummers out there that you would know. their household names that can't play a train beat. They would not be allowed into this this. Tennessee state line. I did end up seeing one where a gal actually did it, and she was using the brushes because you mentioned the brushes in the sure. beginning, and yeah. it, it's a whole different sound at that point. More traditional, I guess, with the brushes. Yeah, like more. It's like Johnny Cash. Old yeah, school, you can hear the brushes. You can hear the brushes sliding like that. It, it was. Uh, I learned. I learned yeah, I'm, sta- I'm staring at a Johnny Cash poster right now. He's flipping us off. He's flipping us off. It's like Johnny's Did you have a drummer specifically uh, when you were younger that was like, uh, I love watching. Like, I love watching Dave Grohl. 
Sure. I loved, um, well, you know, I loved this guy named Carmine Appice, you know, that he played with Vanilla Fudge. Rod and, Stewart. And Rod Stewart. And, and, and like, he was, a, he was a hero, and I had his all of his records and his instructional book called Realistic Rock. And then I ended up meeting him years later, and then um, I I host a, uh, or I MC an, an event called Breast Cancer Can Stick It, called Drumathon. Yeah, we saw the last one. That was huge. And I got, to, I got to introduce, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the drums, you know, one of my childhood heroes and so like I said you know you reap what you sow eventually you will meet your heroes if you stay in the game long enough so yeah he was a big hero and he you know he checked out a guy named Gene Krupa who was a household name before Ringo you know for like 30 years all the housewives loved Gene Krupa because he was this good looking Italian guy that brought the drums to the, the, the forefront and so yeah these guys are all heroes man pretty cool man that is awesome we had um uh, one of my favorite comics is Bill Burr Oh yeah, he's a drummer. He's a drummer. I know. Yeah. Cooper keeps trying to connect me with him, so like we can do like a jam or a lesson or something. It, you know, know so, but you hear him talking like he had a John Bonham kit forever. Thinking I'm at the speed. I'm. It hurt his foot trying to get his beats down on the on the on the bass. And then I think it was a, a few months ago he said, "You know what? I got to quit trying." He gets to that point where. You, I don't want to be like my idol anymore. I, I got to get my style going on. So he yeah. got rid of his bon, his Bonham kit, and now he's into that thing. Like I could use this instead of that. You know, where you you customize your kit like you do. Yeah, like years ago, everyone was playing two the two toms up front and then one one floor tom. And then one day, I just took that middle tom out, and it was just tom well the tom up top and the in the two floor toms like bonham and no one was doing that in nashville and now like everybody just does that bonham <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking credit for it but like things like that happen it's like we evolve as it you know moves on we and change our, our setup and that changes the way you play and stuff but we you know we're the sum of our influences we're like snow we're snowflakes you know we make our own kind of like special rue you know so i put a dash of gene Krupa in there some you know some dave Grohl in there some Stuart copeland you mix it all up and it comes out and you're in your own unique Thing, you know yeah exactly you know it, it, it applies to anything like our, our stand-up you know like one of my f- heroes is george carlin you know you memorize the bit but then you can't do george carlin as you and so they go you know well, he hits it right here i can put that effect on there you know so it's kind of like putting our drum kit together for the on stage you know i love the way he delivers the punchline I, that's my style love it but then the opener for this guy is the way i like to come in you know, and like you said, over the years, you just kind of put your snare here, you put your drum here, you put your hi-hat right there. And, it, and it's kind of hard, though, because at some point, I I have before, where I'll listen to someone, I did a show that Jimmy was at, and I was trying to find a different way to approach stuff, and I watched CK, CK, Louis CK, like, oh like my crazy, God. I was watching so like good. crazy, and I'm like, man, because he gets, he gets so deep, he writes so deep, and so, and I'm like, yeah, 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 and I went and did a show, and... um not I, I I don't want to copy anybody, but I go out and do it, and I get done. And Jimmy's like, you you have been watching CK? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, why? Yeah. And I listen to it. I'm like, oh my god, my cadence was that way. I I looked down. I even wore the same kind of clothes. I wore black. That's like, right. When I saw the black T-shirt, I went, oh, here right. it goes. Yeah, you can't and go I'm wrong like, with a black T-shirt. But but what? At what point do you put all that in and still become you instead of becoming a girl or becoming somebody else? Yeah. And you you have to keep your own spin on it. I mean, do do you, well, you fight know, that? I don't know. You know what's cool is that you know uh, Nashville forever was. Um, you were either a road musician or you were a studio musician. There was like a clear line in the sand. And I, when I moved in town in 1997, I said, I will never be either one of those things. I will always be both of those things. Because I find that when I, if I'm touring with somebody, they'll notice that 
that there's a high level of execution and accuracy and musicianship, and so they'll invite me to be in the studio. And if I get hired to be someone's session drummer, then they like that my they like my live energy and my it's mostly energy the word that people bring up and, and uh, energy and enthusiasm those things are very contagious. So then they'll hire me to so both of those worlds kind of feed each other. And so for years, the expectation in Nashville was for the road guys to just copy the, the studio drummer things like note for note. And then early on, I got really lucky. I was in a band called Rush Low. We got signed to Lyric Street Records. I was So I was on tour playing my own drum parts. And then we went and started playing with Jason Aldean, and we immediately started recording with him. So I've been only playing myself, um, you know, in Nashville since like 2003, which is really, 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 really cool. So it's... A gift. It's a unique opportunity to have been given this situation to be my own self instead of having to copy somebody else. Well, it's like you said. You know, they always told uh, stand-ups, you know, seven years to find your voice. You know, and it's like you're, you said, five years. Give it five years to get your bearings, to get your, you know, work it all out. You yeah, know? yeah. Nashville's a five-year town for sure, and people are like, I don't have that kind of time. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen the first day. You can walk into town and go and meet some. You know, person at a, at the coffee bar, and next thing you know, you're on tour with somebody or writing some smash hit. But usually, it's five years to meet enough people to quit your day job and to be fully engaged in the community of Nashville. Well, you know, you have to go to college to be a doctor. You have to do that for a lawyer, pretty much yeah. any profession. You know, so that is basically your university, your time. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be it could happen quicker. You could be smarter than the other guy, rush through in three years. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's it's just fine tuning. It's all school. Well, no, or they can meet you the first five minutes they're in Nashville. They ask you that question. You give them five minutes, and they give you that secret to cut five years off that you gave us earlier. Yeah. What was it? Be nice. What was it? The, Show up on time with a smile. Be, you know. See, I got to write it down. Have a great, you have, the expectation, you're expected to be an amazing musician. That's an expectation. And then it's the others, the soft skills, the people skills, your bedside manner, you know, your presence, your personality, your professionalism, return every phone call, texts and message and, and, you know, show up with great gear and, you know, be dressed for success and all that stuff. Well, it, you know? It's be, it's be respectful, be thankful. And if you have any problems with all that, then that's, you deal with that later somewhere else. But just don't disrespect where you're at. You know, any gig is a great gig. Mm. You know, you should be, appreciate the the opportunity that it, it comes along at any time. Gratitude. Well, and, and Gratitude, who, yes. Who told us that at one of the things? Remember Tom Wilson? Tom Wilson told us. The guy who uh, played Biff on Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. He just does stand-up, stand up too. And he, he was kills. one of the speakers there. And he was straight out going, this is not your life. This is your job. Right. Do your, do your time and leave. Don't let that, don't let it, you know, obviously be in your, your craft, but don't let it consume your life. You know, don't, uh, I'm, I'm going to be on stage. Go fuck yourself. I got this. You know, that <laughs> yeah. kind of attitude. But yeah. it was like, it was, it was be on time, be nice, and, and don't be a dick. And pretty much that was it be because do those things and, and good things will happen for you because people remember, they might not say anything to you, but a club owner later is going to go, that guy's a jack. He's so I mean, he fun. remembers. But you know, and then you have the talent. He'll say, you know, that guy's so fun. But, man, what a pain in the ass when he comes through. Some people are so good at what they do that people will put up with their bullshit. Exactly. But it doesn't usually turn into a career that lasts 30 years. No. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and the people try to do the shortcut between the five and the seven years, there'll be a flash in the pan. Because sometimes you, you may make it in two years, but you need the five to have the longevity. And you have to fight through all the negative Nellies and naysayers, and they will be there. 
at the beginning, the middle, and the end. It's part of the process. One, um, and keep just keep at it. Not showing up. Keep at it. When I, and I see you drum for her. Jennifer Nettles is a huge. She's a huge fan. Oh of yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. There was a show called American Super Group that was on MTV, MTV Two, and I got to back up Jennifer Nettles, and she was so nice, and she came out, and she, you know, we had known each other right. long before that from doing the festival circuit, and you know, because I would see her backstage and be like, you know, that thing. the head, the head, and the head thing, and then all of a sudden I'm on stage with her, and she came out, and she goes, "You sound so great. Thank you for le- thank you for learning my music," which means because there's some people that just show up and they just know they have acid right. or they don't. You have to respect the fact that maybe this person wrote this song and it's very personal to them, or maybe they've been kicking around the idea for the song for twenty years. And you know how irresponsible and arrogant would it be for me to show up unprepared and not know their material? Exactly. I just had I had to go to I just went to Cabo. It was it was like a working vacation. It was amazing, but I did an hour set with uh, Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Starship. So I did an, uh, an hour Starship show. I did an hour show with all the music of Foreigner with Kelly Hansen, the current singer of Foreigner, and then we did a two hour disco show where. I wore a giant afro and and, 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 and like hundred degree heat on the beach in Cabo playing car wash and you know disco inferno. It's a lot of material, but you have to do put the work in the preparation so you can just show up and execute. And Mickey know. Thomas, he just has that voice. Wow. He, he still has just, it. Yeah, still that's amazing and a very nice man. There well, you go. The, See, you can end everything with and a very nice guy. Yep. The quote that comes up that I brought it up for was. Um, I listened to her one time. She's kind of inspirational, that kind of person. And she said, the, the key to, they asked, someone asked her what the key to success Jennifer? was. Yeah. yeah. And she said, you know, the same things. Be nice, be all these things. He goes, but show up um, and do those nice things because people by nature are lazy. So what happens is all the people say they're going to be this and they just fall off and go away and you, you win by default. Just be nice and be there all the time. Yeah. And it was like, it kind of makes sense because Jimmy and I know people that have started in the comedy stuff when we did or before we did and we don't even know who they're they're gone and it's like you just keep doing keep showing up keep doing the nice things and you just outlast everyone and you're there i would think that comedy would be probably one of the most difficult things in the world because i always tell people look at i'm a i'm a career musician but really my backup plan is i might get into something real steady like comedy (laughs) um and it's and you know uh but yeah, you just, you know, you're like a cockroach. You just like, you know, I moved to Nashville 20 years ago and there's a lot of people that have, have uh, moved away. They've quit the music business or they're dead and I have outlasted them. And, you know, you, you got to give yourself some credit for that because, and it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for everybody. I got two marriages under my belt. I got no children. I got, I, I don't never see a lot of loved ones. You know, it's, it's, you're a troubadour, man. You really are. Well, you know, you're outside looking in. You look at comedy going, you know, I could do that. But then, like I was telling you, I saw your drum gear break down. I'm going, oh, I thought I could do this. This, I, Wow. That's so much more than I ever thought. <laughs> you know, so, it, you know, you're you looking at someone else's life going, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go act. I'll be fine. And then you see that going, hmm, maybe I'll stay over here. Well, there's so many. I mean, Los Angeles, the city of beautiful people. You know, when you're on a plane going to Los Angeles, it's like, it's like, wow, this is a modeling show. Because it was so funny. Last night I went to a cl- I went to a club and I was supposed to be on the list. It's the whole velvet rope thing. And the, the lady comes, you know, this, the girl with the clipboard that is letting people into the club is an eleven, and she's like, uh, "What's your name, sir?" I'm like, "Rich Redmond." She goes, "How do you spell the R E D?" She goes, "Yeah, you're not on the list." Um, and I said, "I got the confirmation email." She goes, "Well, can you work that out um, over there?" 
Wow. <laughs> it was such a Hollywood moment. It was like, wow. That was so Hollywood. It, it was like it was like the scene from Knocked Up where he's like, Knocked yeah, up, we yes. can't have a bunch of pregnant bitches running up the, around the club. I would, I would totally hit your fine ass, but yeah. I can't let you in. My God, I love that. Who's that character? He's a, he's Craig, a, Craig Robinson? Craig, and mm-hmm. you know what? He has, a, he has a master's degree in music education. Yeah, right? well, he's stand-up, and he does. He brings yeah. his, his organ, his piano yeah. on stage and sings along with it, but that's such a great scene in that movie. Movie. I mean, that's exactly what happened. And then I got into this party. Courtney Love was playing that night. It was like at the rooftop of the Dream Hotel. I was looking around, and I was with a, a gentleman who had been in Hollywood for 30 years. And he says, my friend, I go to lots of parties, and I have never seen this many beautiful women in one party in my life. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a modeling uh, agency launch party, and I had... Every woman was an 11 or 12. I was like, wow, this is only in this town. Only, only here. Only yeah. in this town. And you were and you were there. I was just there, yeah, drinking my, my Tito's and soda and just like just going, yeah, I am, I am here. Ah, Tito's. Tito's love him. Whoever Tito is, he's so smart. Yeah. I got No. No, oh. Tito's uh, Tito's vodka. Vodka. Oh, yeah. It's like distilled like 8 times or yeah. something and I got, damn. They sent me cuz I'm on their list. They sent me for Christmas. Like an olive, I don't know, things you put your olives on. Two of them in an envelope. And I thought, I was all, ex- I'm like, wow, look what they sent me. Well, it wasn't just me. Obviously, they sent them to everybody. Yeah. But I thought, how smart was that? I got it. I was all excited. I don't even know what I'm going to do with them. But Tito's. Well, just, <laughs> you know, he, guy. I think he'd been around for a while. And I don't know if they just hired a new marketing person or how they, but just there was a, all of a sudden, this brand came out of nowhere. And now when people think of vodka, they think of Tito's. I mean, that's what you want. Talk about branding. I don't know how they did it. But I mean, look at me. I mean, I mean, I'm a brand whore. I mean, I will get, I will, I will get off the air, the 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 airplane, and I've got a five minute layover. And there's Tully's coffee, coffee beanery, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I want to go to Starbucks, but I've got to take a tram. It's in the other, and I will. Can I make it? And I will go, and I will go, go to Starbucks it. because the product is so consistent, and they make me feel special, and they always get my name right, Mitch. <laughs> I will do it. I don't know how they do it. I mean, you could be in Dubai, South Korea, Canada, God forbid, and and this is the same. It's like they have your uh, your drink on file. Is that Rich Redmond from uh, California, Nashville? Yep, there it is. That's oh, your yep, drink yep, right the there. Light okay, coconut gotcha. milk, no sweetening. We got you all set up. No problem. Send your coffee files wherever you need them. Your, yes, co- your coffee files. <laughs> the coconut milk. Coconut milk, because coconut makes me feel like I'm on vacation every day. <laughs> Plus, I'm lactose intolerant as hell. So, so what, what was the drink today? This is uh, just a, uh, either a cold brew or an iced coffee with a dash of coconut milk and no sweetening. Okay, so because this morning, see, I was talked into a coconut milk. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Um, it, was, it was good. Well, do you drink cow milk? Do I drink? No. Yeah. I, yeah. Come right. on. Right out of the teeth. If I, I drank... If I drank cow milk, we would not have a show. You, you guys would be like, stretch, stretch, stretch. He's still in the bathroom. He's still, he's still in there doing stuff. Oh, man. We're going to get out of here and reset a minute. We just ran through a break, but we don't care. Ooh. That's Is that the faces? Yes, sir. Nice. Look at See, Jimmy, I'm going to tell you right now. Jimmy does the best pulls in there for guests. Look at Here he goes. Rich got is him. going. I got him. A little bit of attitude is going already. I saw it. Hey, are we still on? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. 
Uh, we're, we're getting ready to go off then. Okay. We're going to take a break. All right. All right. We're going to add it for seven. Give us a call after the break, 909-360-8330. We've got Roy, Jimmy, and Mr. Rich Redman in studio. See you in a minute. Ryan Jimmy thing here on chaoticradio.com. Give us a call, 909-360-8330. That is your phone number. We are here with Mr. Rich Redman, actor, producer, drummer. Uh, what else? Uh, motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. I, yes. I'm into that shit. I mean, I'm telling yeah. you. I, I, we were talking about the drumming right before break. I watched the kids one. What made you get to the kids 5 to 10 when you wrote the book? Oh, it's really funny. Yeah, my co-author, a great guy from the East Coast named Michael Albrecht, reached out to me and said, Hey, my son wants to play the drums, and I want to teach him how to play. Michael's also a drummer, but he also has written like 10 books on the Civil War and baseball. So he's a published author. So I, he goes, I don't think there's a lot of great books out there for young kids to learn how to play the drums. I said, you know what? Let's write it. So <laughs> Let's make that one. We got really specific. So the book is called FUN, capital F-U-N, Fundamentals of Drumming. For kids ages 5 to 10, and it's published by Modern Drummer Magazine, which is basically the world's most widely read drum magazine. It's been around for 40 years. And it's uh, distributed by a company called Hal Leonard, and you can get it in a digital format, or you can buy the real deal book with it comes with a DVD. So, I mean, I'm, I talk to the kids. I'm like, hey, this is a bass drum. This is a snare drum. And we get them playing beats and stuff. Um, the, the great thing about the book is that it works for a 5-year-old or a 50-year-old man that acts like a 5-year-old still – you I was just I'm in now. Yeah, all of a sudden. It, it'll work for me then. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're in all of a sudden. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if this is where I should start because I watched the video you had on it where it talked about the, the quarter notes and everything. And, you're like, yeah. dun, dun, and I'm like, okay, I get it. And then all of a sudden you start, I'm like, whoa, that's the same thing? Out of the same little same little. Well, so that, that, that that beat you just heard our buddy Stan Lynch playing from Tom Petty, um, you know, another childhood hero that I know now, which is crazy. He was playing Money Beat Number Three, <laughs> <laughs> and so I get these kids playing these beats, and the selling point on the book is not only are they learning how to play these beats, but they're learning how to read music right away. And reading music is the one skill set. That has saved me time and time again and has allowed me to cultivate the career that I have is, is being able to play with a lot of different bands at the same time. Excuse me. Because of the reading. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I and it, it sounds lame, but I, 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 I play trombone in a junior high band. And that's a comical instrument with the... Yeah, you know, just, <laughs> but, it, you know, it was fun and you did a lot of the vocals, you know, for the song that you're, uh, you know, covering, basically. Uh, but you learned how to read music. Yeah. You know, it'll take me a little while to get back into it. You know, and I was talking to you later uh, earlier about you know I air drum and I just you just memorize, but you know learning what a, a guy my age being the air drummer extraordinaire that I am, how hard would it be for a transition into the real deal? Oh, I can get you playing. I I, I do a lot of these morning radio shows like Good Morning Dallas, Good Morning Tulsa, and I do a, a little, you know, literally 90-second drum lesson with the on-air personalities. Yeah. And I get them playing back back in black, the beat to back in black oh, in 90 seconds. Geez. Well, what? you know, what, yeah, what? One, one of the things, like I said, I love drummers, and the, this one uh, YouTube video, I'm sure you're familiar with Jeff Beccaro. Oh, yeah. The Rosanna, the drums only on that. And, oh, yeah. And there's also one where he's explaining it, too, and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, he was such a 
such ahead of his time. But you, you isolate the track, and it's just the drums, and I'm going to play a little bit for it, just it's because amazing. I can listen to it just all day, just because of it. It's iconic. They won the Grammy for that. Yeah, exactly. But then when he explains the complexities of it and the combinations uh, and the morphing he did with that, he's just like, you're beyond impressed, you know, how he just put that together and how difficult it looks, but the sound comes out like this. Yeah, we lost him way too early. Yeah, exactly. You know my favorite part of that is as soon as it came in and the beat came in, the attitude and that excitement that you that you drum with, yeah, was in your face immediately. You just had that. Uh, well, you know, the, just like hey, yeah. you know the, the "Here Comes My Girl" song, where it starts off with the drummer like that. It just sets the tone totally. immediately. You know. Yeah, I think that was recorded at Capitol Records, right up right up the way there. Oh man, did you see the uh, the documentary? Just uh, basic music about uh, Sound City, the studio. Oh, yeah, uh, I got to go to the concert they had for that at the Palladium. Uh, so Dave Grohl just sat, uh, played with all these people, uh, Fogarty, Stevie Nicks, uh, all these people from yeah. punk bands, all in one night. And it was just, oh my God, it blew my mind. It was great. Yeah. And Taylor was just doing the drums. All the songs, except maybe two, Dave jumped in, like for Cheap Trick, uh, the live version of, um, oh God, what is that? The, 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 the one from Live from Budokan. Oh, um, I want you to want ain't, me. Ain't that, ain't that a shame? Oh, okay. Dave sat in on the drums on nice. that one. It's like, so I like watching Dave and Taylor, and you're just—it's like watching you now, where I've seen your videos. You're just—you're into it, hundred and twenty percent. Dave's a monster. Yeah. I mean, not only did he change rock and roll one time, he changed rock and roll two times. Right. One is once as a drummer, and once as a front man. Exactly. Right. You ever want to be a front man? Is that one of your your things you had in your back? Here? God didn't give. I have the personality of a front man, but not the voice. Yeah. Not yeah. The vocal. So the closest I get is my is my speaking. You know, that's like. You know, I do I do motivational speaking, and that's me as the front man, me doing almost like a one man show. Um, and this concept called Crash is my platform, and it stands for commitment, relationships, attitude, skill, hunger, crash, and it's a universal message for kindergartners or you know CEOs for of companies like you know Hewlett Packard or Johnson and Johnson or Cisco. You know, I do corporate events, and they like it because I'm a drummer. So I come out and I play the drums, and it's kind of like a one man show with like quality messaging and takeaways. You know, well, well, that was cool. You brought that up because that that was one of the things we want to talk about is, and that's what I wanted to see is if you're not in the music or you're not into drumming, you're not into that. What else are you going to pull out of what you're bringing to that? Because I know you show a lot of passion for everything, and your thing is like passion for life. Passion, you can just see it; it comes out of you. But is somebody in a different field going to be able to do that? I mean, is that going to pull it out? What kind of response are you getting out of that? It's great because I'm actually like one of like I think three motivational speakers in the world that plays the drums, and uh, so we come out. You know, it's a one hour event. I come out, I do a little drum solo, I play a number one song that they've heard, and then I talk about commitment in it and how commitment has it's applied to my life and my journey, and how they can use it for you know their corporate sensibility, any any of their their corporate philosophy, anything that they're working on, specific projects. So you know, people will they'll, they'll say, hey, the theme of the event is disruption and so I talk I'll come in and I talk about disruption and and how the music business has changed and how we have to basically just kind of like run to just even stand still and so there's a lot of commonalities between the music business and, and you know any corporate entity you know and and uh, I talk to graduating high school seniors and I talk to them about hey what are you gonna do with your life you know and I talk <laughs> about how you know passion is your engine and and um and you fuel your engine with hard work. And so if you're passionate about something, it's very easy to work hard. And the harder you work, the luckier you get. So Crash is just this universal message I've been work do, uh, working with for like tw- um, 12 years. And I'm actually writing the book now called A Crash Course for Success. That, nice. That's awesome. I, I, 
honestly, at some point, something's happening out here. I'd like, I'd like to find a way to get to one. Tell I'm, it, I'm all the way into it. I mean, it just with, with the different people I've worked with and seen, yeah. I pulled something out of everything I've been to. Yeah. And um, a lot of that came at a time in my life where I actually needed it. Yeah. Where I was just like, uh, I, I was, the, I was, and, and I fall in and out a little bit, but I was the poor me guy. Like, oh, nothing happens. Oh, but, shucks. But it was all me. Yeah. You find out then it was all me at that time, and then you're like, well, no, you're making all this happen. Yeah. So I, I'm way on Yeah, the mind is so powerful. Yeah, I, I like to, you know, uh, like I said, I've got some really nice clients, and I'm growing that business. I think the book is really going to help. Um, you know, I'd like to get on the on, on the stage with some, you know, some, some big entities like the Tony Robbins people and the Gary Vaynerchuk people and the Grant Cardone people and all these kind of thought leaders that are out there. I, I think they would be smart to have a forward-thinking drummer, entertainer, speaker at their events. I think that would be awesome. If they're listening or if there's any people out there that are connected to those folks, check out CrashCourseForSuccess.com and... Um, you will not be disappointed. Well, you know yeah, I'm going to send. Uh, I'm going to send. I think you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to send Kyle an email. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking to him. In fact, you know, uh, one of the be- uh, fun, uh, better things about going to one of these speaker events is picking up something you didn't expect to pick up. Yeah, you go for one thing, but it turns out to be a whole other thing inside yourself. You know. Yeah. Well, the, the, the playing the drums is actually a it's it's a physical manifestation of all the concepts that I talk about. So if you're talking about, you know, committing to your craft, to your uh, company, to your family, to your product. And then you talk about relationships and how you want to cultivate sincere, lifelong relationships and then how attitude is 99% of life and skill, like developing the skill sets that we need to be successful in our chosen field and then staying hungry for success through all the seasons of your life. I mean, these are universal messages that basically a, a musician, a person in corporate America, a new business owner, a startup, a, a kindergartner, uh, even a bass player can even take this ba- stuff. Even, even a, a bass, bass player. player. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we start out doing uh, our goal being the stand-up comedy, so we go to these <laughs> places, but like you said, you meet people. Yeah. You know, uh, we had no idea in a few years we're going to be doing a radio show weekly. Yeah. You know, that came from something else. That's a commitment. I mean, that is a commitment right there. Yeah. I mean, that's and heavy. then I met this other guy who does the voiceovers, and I've been hearing all my life, you got a great voice, you have a great voice. So I go to Burbank, and I go to Kalmanson, and I, I do the courses. Did you do the, the training? Yeah, over at Kalmanson and Burbank there. And you have a, a demo? I haven't made I haven't made it yet, just because. Boo. They say you know, don't make it too early, but also I met someone else who said, "No, here's how you want to do it as your first one." You know, you have to wait for those opportunities. You just can't go out there going, "Hey, it's KLOS. How's it going?" Well, you could do you like know. faux, like like my voice demo is like all faux commercials where it sounds like almost like I could have done them, like gotcha. Target and the car commercial, and then the financial like two point nine percent APR finance, like all that stuff. You I know, did. I but you know what I'm, I did I'm, that. I'm that, was, also, that was strong right there. Right? That was strong. But you know, I also want my first impression to be one of the better ones. You know, sure. so the show here actually helps me develop a natural speaking but also play with the voice too oh you sound great bring it down a little bit but you know two years ago five years ago when i started doing all this says hey how's it going and uh, i'm gonna imitate the guy who does the movies deep down in the south you know yeah you're like in a world exactly you know (laughs) which one man i I can impress i can uh, impersonate him (laughs) but then they're not gonna say that's not you 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 can't be don lafontaine i know there's only one you know you know and, 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 and and truthfully the last eight months is when i think i'm coming into it right now you know, so now I'll make uh, I'll do the demo. Now I'll go out some more. Auditions. I like coming into anything, yeah. really. Uh, yeah, well, oh, you know, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's just internet radio. Was, where, what, uh, wait, join join Rich for on the road to marriage three right here on chaoticradio.com. <laughs> oh my god. 
Ladies, I am taking submissions for <laughs> wife number three. Leather, leather, and inside. Must That's be all you need into to know. leather and cooking. <laughs> the password is actually. You fun. won't have to cook a lot. Like I'm never home, but if you can whip up something, like I, <laughs> I, I, I have been in in relationships that I should not have stayed in way past their expiration date, just because the woman was willing to. And it doesn't have to be... I mean, we're talking about a tuna sandwich on toast. <laughs> that just, like, for an Italian man, that's like a sign of affection. Right, like exactly. Like, here, you honey, here's your coffee. I made you a tuna fish sandwich. Like, I don't know. I, this doesn't happen anymore. And yeah. I, I just, well, you I, know, the... the, the <laughs> You it's have, the last bit of tradition I tradition, have. Exactly. It's not feminism. It's not being anti-anything. No, it's, it's, it's just like the, the homemaker skills, obviously. Can you make me a fucking yeah, sandwich? It's like, I can't make a sandwich, but I can I can just Google once. I can Google deliver a tuna sandwich. That is not sexy. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what is sexy. <laughs> Honey, I made you a tuna sandwich. Yeah, I thought you were hungry. That's, I will do anything. Nothing like a tuna sandwich. In fact, my, my dad, super Italian, uh, tuna is his go-to. That's his seafood right there. That's his seafood. With celery. It's a little oh, chopped with up the celery. celery. My grandmother had that in there with some little celery, maybe some onions in there, and then the toast or on Italian bread. Oh, like, I'm getting... I, I didn't have breakfast. Yeah, see, and, my dad, and my dad's thing, he, he, he always went heavy on the mayo with that, too. And it's just like, oh, my God. You don't want it swimming in the mayo, ladies. No. Ladies. Yeah, it, it just melts in your mouth. There, yeah. There's going to be so many people calling in. They're like, what? A jerk. <laughs> it's not good for no, you. No, yeah, hey, you just put it out there. What you want? It's not a problem. Asking you shall receive. That's right. Exactly. What are you going to do? Get down the road and find out she can't make a tuna sandwich and like I wasted all this freaking time? I've been courting you, taking you to steak houses, buying you hundred dollar bottles of wine. You can't make a tuna a sandwich. A tuna freaking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> <Watching> YouTube. <laughs> so hey, and don't order it either. Make it. Yeah, it's just not going to happen, guys. That's okay. It's just not going to. We tried. We gave it a shot. Oh man, we, it, that was the time to find your, and we blew it. Sorry, you never know. We had you that moment. Know. Well, this will be a podcast later. So you know what's really funny is that I I have like in the last year I, I got divorced like last July, so it's been a year, and uh, I said, oh, man, what the hell, man? I will. I'll get on one of these dating sites. So I got on one of these dating apps, and I get messages from people going, there's somebody using your pictures impersonating you. I'm like, no, no that's that is me. me. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that is me. Uh, wait, wait, that's the funny thing is, how did they find them? You're like, just, they're on their site, too. They're on the site, too, yeah. saying, hey. And you're yeah. like, ah, oh, caught you. You're and it's so funny is I actually matched with my ex. Oh. It's so funny. And well, so then good. I actually... Oh, you, should, should, should we close noise. the door? Yeah, we should maybe... Should we close the door? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. Um, Someone's coming. That was a great radio moment right there. That was amazing. All of us stopped. All like of us stopped. The world. It was like someone was going to come in and shoot us all here. Oh my god! You know what? We With actually Chubacabra. we actually have a caller in. Oh, is that one? Okay, yeah. she's like, I know, I can make tuna. Yep, we got it. It's a, it's a female. Her name's Billy, and you are on the air with uh, Roy and Jimmy and Rich Redman. I I saw Rich. I saw Rich uh, in Cabo. Uh, oh Jesus! That 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 gig. Oh yeah, um, is, are you also named Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to call. I've been listening. To you. Great interview. I just want to tell you guys, great interview. And, hey, th- uh, thanks for I, getting I, us here, Steve. I just, I just want to call and say, you know, well, Bruce don't even talk to me, but uh, Jimmy and Rich created a room. And uh, that's all I wanted to say. I'm going to go now. I said the call, and my voice, you know, I. 
I just don't do voices. I can't. Anyway, you guys keep it up. Love you guys. And uh, talk soon. Love you, bud. All, All right, right. See you, Steve. See you, man. <laughs> That's freaking cool. See, he just beat me up there, too. SteveCooper.net. We love the guy. That, and he's you have a, to. You know, he... he He's on all the platforms, but usually people pick a platform that they really like. He excels on Twitter. He just literally will tweet anybody. Anything. Yeah, and anybody. Yeah, that's how he gets his guests. And it's, yeah. he's really good at it. Yeah, he's really good. Well, yeah. and, and I saw something of yours talking about the social media thing. Yeah. You said something about when you started, when Facebook started years and years ago. Yeah, nine years ago. You just jumped out and in it, and everyone kind of thought you were crazy. I jumped right on that sucker. I was on MySpace, and I, I, I made a lot of connections on MySpace, and then when they opened up Facebook to public, it was like a college thing. I was like, oh, this is going to be big. And, and it was, I'm so glad that I got on that stuff right away because it's it is a great tool for for there's so many great ways to build a brand and market yourself these days for free. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's what I tell the college kids. I say this is not just a way for you to like hook up and be silly, you know, like on Snapchat. I think Snapchat's slightly silly. Yeah, I don't use it as a broadcasting kind of thing, you know. It's just a, I don't see the but I think it's a it's an age thing because all the youngsters love Snapchat. Yeah, you know, and it's one of the things you may have to use it just because of that exposure. My friend Jim know? McCarthy, the, uh, my guru, my producer of my podcast, says you gotta get on Snapchat, Rich. Right. And so, like, I'm, I'm just like clunky on, and I'm like, hey guys, I'm doing, <laughs> doing the radio show because you only have like 11 seconds or something, yeah, or 13 right. seconds. I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? I'm, I'm going to try to make a tuna fish sandwich. Have a great day. Yeah. Like, it, it's too fast. Yeah. But do you make sure to do it with the nose and the ears? Like the little the filters. The filters. Oh, no, I don't do any of that. Come yeah. on, man, Rich. Yeah. You got to. That, that you know, would get you someone to make a tuna fish sandwich if you did it with a little, little nose and ears well, you know, or horns. When Facebook first came out, the simplicity of it was, you know, I am. I'm doing this. Yeah. What are you doing? You know. And the, but as it, they added the features, like with Twitter, with the live video. Once they added that, it's like, uh, why? Why would we do this? Mm-hmm. And now I do it maybe once a month. I'll do it out there, and it gets a bunch of. You, you can't deny the viewability. People love video, and you know They're the really... Snapchat's the same thing because once you say. Snapchat me. People are like, all right, in their heads already going, he's already on uh, the latest stuff. He's keeping up with it. You know what I mean? Because Snapchat came out. You're just like, come on, you got to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. Yeah, Snapchat, and I got to get on there. Yeah, so I got, I got the account. In Not fact, me. when these platforms come out, I sign up right away. So I, I'm, it's one of those rare things where it's actually my name. No hashtag, no freaking uh, yeah. lowercase dash point star star 2231. You know, uh, so a couple no, of them yeah, straight ass Jimmy Shaw, which is awesome. I think Instagram is probably your, as far as brand building, is probably your, the most bang for your buck these I, days because it's people like pictures. It cuts to the chase immediately. Even if they don't read the caption, they they, you, they get, oh, this is what he's doing. Yeah, and that's how it started out. It was a picture uh, program. Just yeah. share your, your pictures. And it, it, it's kind of gone a little too far, I think, but it's still, like you said, a simplistic way yeah. of saying something and showing something. Now, and my model is just like, you find you got to find those 100,000. You can. There's 100,000 people in the world that will be a fan of you that will buy your product or service. They will follow you. You just have to find those 100,000 people. If you find 100,000 people, think about it. You, if you're selling a, 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 a dollar bauble mm-hmm. and they believe in you, you, you can make a living for the rest of your life. You just need to find those 100,000 people. Yeah, well, they support you, so you, you in return have to support them in these social media outlets as a Absolutely. way to support it's, them. It's a mutual love society. Yeah, you know, sometimes a lot of people get uh, shit to, you know, why are you doing a live video? I can't believe these people, you know, with all their opinions. But you know what? You're not branding yourself. You're not giving back. 
you know, you're you're sitting over there after your job judging everybody. But you know what? Uh, I'm a stand-up. We have a radio show. Yeah, what are you doing? Exactly. You know, we're using it for what we need to use it for. You're complaining about life is what you're doing. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand the people that have all that free time to just be negative Nellies on YouTube. They just scour the Internet for videos and they just spread hate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, instantly. And it's because then they're just cowards. They're hiding behind their keyboards. It's like, get out and do something with your life, loser. You know, I, I, we, yeah. you, you did, I did something that you hated, but you know what? I did something. I did something that you are not brave enough to do. Yeah, and I'm not going to go find you to shit on you, but you know what? If you did something, I'm not going to – I don't shit on anyone doing something. But if we do find them, we will shit we'll on shit them. We'll shit on – I was going to bring that yeah. up. I would definitely shit on them. I will them. defecate yeah. on your chest. But, you know, if uh, Roy does something, you do something, too. If anybody I know or don't know, they do something, I'm like, well, look at them. They have the balls to do it. Yeah. You know? Bravo. And, yeah. my, and my thing is, too, like different – different. we talk about different comics, different kinds of music, different yeah. kind of that. You may not – be into that genre, but you gotta appreciate someone's success and the hard work they did to get where they're at. Yeah, you know why? Why are you gonna shit on that? No, we're gonna shit on everybody. Totally. Yeah, well, it's, if it's not your cup, of, if it's not your cup of tea, someone put the effort to go make it theirs. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you do you do the um, Pick Rich's Brain also? Yeah, it's, I'm on a five episodes of Pick Rich's Brain. It's a podcast, so it's all things music, music motivation, and success. And it's at richredmond.com. Everything is archived under media. You hit the media icon, the podcast icon will drop down. I'm also on uh, Google, iTunes, and Stitcher. And then we film it in HD, and it exists on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash richredmond. And we're having a great time with it. We really are. And and I'm starting off with the low-hanging fruit, which is basically all my friends and sidemen in the music business that (laughs) I know. You know, and then I'm going to start, you know, interviewing... Just creative people, you know, chefs and CEOs and, uh, you know, marketing people and celebrities. And it, it's, it, it's, we know so many people that it's just an endless parade of guests. So I, I know more people than I actually have time to do the show. Well, you know, we start out the same way. We start out being genre specific. We're stand up comedians. We'd have our friends in, yeah. headliners, and all that. And then we'd have somebody different we'd never met. You know, so you're in. You know, you wouldn't be in our genre when we started. But, yeah. you know, these turn out to be But I'm trying to be more. funny, you know. I mean, oh, you're, you're hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, you bring that in and it adds a, a nice uh, variety to your show. Variety's yeah. great. It really is. You know, I, I'm, I'm excited about the whole thing. I'm averaging two shows a month. So um, I'd like to do every week. But that sometimes is a commitment I just can't. With my touring, I just can't do a weekly show. Oh, know? absolutely. We'd like we'd love to do a, a morning show every morning. Yeah, Monday through Friday, we'd love it. That'd be it's great. Our, it's, it's in our wheelhouse, but uh, right now we can't. You know, yeah, we, our jobs, our stand up, and all that in the way. But yeah. you know, that's a goal, though. That's you know, a goal we didn't have two years ago. Squad goals. Yeah, we never had that thought even two years ago of doing radio once a week, doing it, and then thinking about go beyond with it. You yeah. know. That's how that's how life changes between the people you meet. And hey, you guys do stand up on stage together at the same time? No, we're no. not a team. Like a freaking frack? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, people no. have assumed that, and we did try it once uh, a year ago. It was, and it was odd. It was odd because because together we can you know like on our radio show and when we hang out with people we can work off each other. But yeah. we went on stage and it's like you know what uh, this isn't my persona. Actually, the second time it worked because we went up and kind of did a co-host thing because we we produced a room and it was kind of whatever but then we went up again we did that birthday party oh that's right for paul and that was actually a lot of fun because we didn't think about it we were just told we had to do it yeah and we went up and just ripped it and had fun yeah so it was like the planning of it sucked 
But when we didn't plan, we just went up and, and, and had fun. Yeah. It was work. And when we first started, we did a lot of shows together. So people assume, like, uh, Roy would do a show, and where's Jimmy? Oh, he's parking the car. Where's Roy? He's over there. And then we re- we recognize this, and this is that box thing we talked about. Yeah. We need to quit doing shows together, so many. Because, yeah. you know, you're you're your own man, I'm my own man, and yeah. your own style. So we, we actually quit working the, the same shows I'd go and see him, but I wouldn't be on stage oh, also. Yeah, yeah. And just to get that out of everyone's mind, because we don't want to be in a box. Right. It's not that we don't like working together. It's just like we're always going to be known as that. And I don't want us to miss out. I don't want Roy to miss out on a great gig because they're going to assume I'm coming. So yeah. if they like Roy and don't like my style, I don't want them to miss the show. And same you. with him. Yeah. You know, so you get out of the box and then we go back and do it again. You know, it's just part of the, the mix. Yeah, we had people ask us, we'd show up to a big show. like We do the Ice House or one of these other sh- and it's uh, Where's Jimmy? Uh, I'm here. But you could see it. It already started at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, you know, everyone expecting you just to be uh, a country rock drummer. It's like, no, no, Taylor Swift's band, I'll, I'll show up, yeah. you know. Yeah. Don't do, don't discount me because of the one thing. I'm multi-talented. I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that talented. <laughs> no, but you're with other, we, we, we're the sum of all is what we yeah, are. Yeah, I, so. I surround myself with people with some talent and I just kind of ride along. Surround yourself with talented people, experts. That's what I do. That's what you do. Yeah, ah, you're full of shit. <laughs> we, we've you, all seen you do your stuff. Come do, on, do what you do and then outsource everything else. Outsource, outsource it, outsource it right? <laughs> <laughs> What yeah, is uh, what is one of the favorite uh, people you played with? Uh, we've had a lot of uh, oh my god, I can't believe uh, moments. But you know, yeah. in, in this list. Jesus, it's it's so impressive. I mean, we talking uh, Bob Seger. Yeah. Or, uh, I, I mean, doing the, doing the television show with Bob Seger was fantastic. It was a crossroads on CMT, and then there was a crossroads with Brian Adams. That was awesome. And then, you know, just meeting all these wonderful people along the way. You know, like you know, and you know, Miranda is very super talented, and she did a duet with Aldine on the second record. And um, you know, Kelly is an amazing, consistent, superhuman performer. These are just all really awesome people. You know, meeting Ludacris. So you know, he's a he's a television host. He's an actor. He's a rapper. He's a businessman. Awesome to be around that kind of energy. Um, but you know, I mean, it's nice to have my job. You know, for eighteen years playing with the same people. You know, there's a le- high. There's a level of you know, execution and a family spirit that comes from, you know, playing with Aldine and the guys, man. So it's a it's an awesome, awesome job. What happens that night and you let it pour out? What happens that night when you get up? You might be sick or you might not be feeling it. Yeah. Or you might and, and we've all had them. I mean yeah. you're a pro, you show you up and I gotta it. show up and do it. But how do you reach down deep and get that? Do you just cause you know or, or you have one of those shows where you're like Man, I, that, I I didn't I didn't it wasn't me tonight. What once, happened? Once you, ever you have get that? behind the drums, it just happens. It just takes over. I like the happens part. It just goes. You just go to this special place. You know that healing feeling, and the muse is with you. She's on your shoulder, and she's whispering in your ear. She's like, "I know you got the scorch tonight, but." <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do this, man, and it's going to be great. I had a show at the Ice House. I was so sick. Uh, like I had the deepest cold I had in a long time. But it's the Ice House. You have to go. Where's the Ice That's an f- iconic Pas- place, right? Pasadena, Pasadena. yeah. Oh, it's in Pasadena. Okay. And um, that's where we met Cooper. And uh, j- uh, just before, I've been there enough where people knew me. And I said, man, I am sick as hell. And the guy says, I got something for you. And so he made me this concoction. He oh, says, yeah. tell me when you're going to go up. So I'm going to go up here and stuff. So like two comics before that, he said, come here. So he gave me this concoction he made, and I drank it. I mean, it was harsh. But by the time they announced me, I felt great. What was it? Uh, it was some kind of, a lot of whiskey, and I think it was just a whiskey cocktail. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I felt great. I went up. I 
as soon as you hit the stage, you know, whether you're nervous, scared, or excited, as soon as you hit the stage, that animal is what it is. Boom. And uh, I felt great, did my set, I had a great time, and then like a comic and a half later, I went right back down. Yeah. And I went back, and the guy goes, you're welcome. That's this awesome. Was, you're not the first sick comic that, you know, had to go up. That's yeah. awesome. But it makes you wonder if it was the cocktail or if it was just a rush from going up. You're sure. going to be okay anyway. So if I want to do, what are the open mics? Are they three minutes or five minutes? Depends. A lot of them are three, most yeah. are five. And there's the guy right there going... Oh, yeah. Right? You get the light, yeah. You get the light. Mm-hmm. So, say Cooper and I wrote three minutes of material, where do I go first? You go to... If you can go with Cooper... Is it like flap? Do I go to flappers and well, Burbank? Well, they just canceled that I, one. Well, the Claremont one they did. There's, they there's open mics all over the place. Um, but what's a really good one? Oh, you see, that that's the thing. A really good one has a lot great? of support, or you want to go to a really good one where it's hard? Yes. Yes, it's hard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I just want to just check it off my list and, and and see if like anything comes from it as far as like the feeling of afterwards. Oh, the know? feeling is incredible. Because a friend of mine is like, dude, you can you can execute because you're already a speaker, right? You're comfortable with the microphone. No, I agree, absolutely. But you, I mean, it's like, well, yeah, I can execute, but the material has got to be there. And and here's the thing: is the material probably will be there if you believe in it because your your personality and your confidence will come out and people will just go well you know what would be great is I'm going to bring a symbol with me so if 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 I I gotta be there you know what I mean and and, and if it if it falls flat I will kick my own joke and I'll it'll be great it'll save the day because it will oh really guys you you didn't like that (laughs) right (laughs) but with style I would say I would say if you can't go with Cooper, you know, next time you see him out there in Jersey, then uh, hit like the Flappers open mic in Burbank. Go to a, at least the club, yeah, yeah. and try and get uh, try and sure. do it there, and like the Ha Ha Cafe in North Hollywood. What, oh, the Ha Ha, yeah. They do Monday through Fridays, and uh, that's me and Roy. I, I was doing it four yep. days a week. And Wait a minute, the Ha Ha's all open mic. In they have an open mic night at five o'clock weekdays. Oh, it's like happy hour, so all the real drunks come in. Yeah, and you're At there. With, you're, you're there with other comics. Okay. Yeah, it's no big deal there. Like I said, drunks. Yeah, yeah, and, pretty much. Uh, back in my day, when I started, it was five. You paid five dollars, but you got a, a beer in five minutes to do your stuff. <laughs> Love it. And uh, <laughs> that's it, but man. you know, it was a place to work it out. And that's a great room. It's a lot of comics, so they're not going to give you shit. If you go to the the coffee shop ones as your first one, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, they suck because, because everyone's not. No one's drunk. Everyone's. Hopped up on, on caffeine. Exactly. But when you go to an established place, when you begin an open mic, there's a respect already in the room. At least they know it's a comedy. You're, you're, you're walking into a comedy place to an open mic, not walking into a coffee shop, and they're like, really? This is today? Right. Everyone's- oh, yeah, because they're like, oh, dude, they're on their laptops. Right. right. They don't exactly. Give, they don't give That's harsh. A, a, cl- a club has a built-in respect already when you do their open mic, so it, you can at least be comfortable when you go. Coffee right? house would not yeah. like my symbol. No. No. No, I, but I'd love to but, see it. But once you get to be known, hey, Rich Redmond, the symbol guy, he's going to be here tonight. Oh, shit, let's get there. I think I gave away my a, a cool No, that's idea. okay. That's, that's but, okay. But uh, I, would, I would say, uh, like I said, uh, the ha-ha you'll definitely would get on. And it, last I heard it was Monday through Friday. But for sure, Monday through Thursday, sign-ups are at 530. The show starts at 6. But it's a comfortable spot, and it's got respect. At least you can do your time without anyone getting out. Now, here's the, the thing. The ha cafe. Nice. You, if you do it while you're in town... You have got to. Oh, you guys are coming. No, you are coming. Absolutely showing up. Coming with girls that can make tuna sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find some on the way. Well, you can't steal ours. Both of ours can kill a tuna sandwich. They kill a tuna sandwich. (laughs) That's the deal. It's funny you said about that thing on stage. I I remember I did a 
um, I was doing a show at the Brea Improv. And I went to go upstage. It was a birthday show. And the place was packed out and sold out. And it's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And, and Dawn, my fiance, shows up. And she gets there. And she was there. And she walked in front of me. It was my time to go on stage. I'm like, get the hell out of the room. Get the hell out of the way. I got to go. And they introduced her on stage. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it was just like, it's his birthday. There's a drink called Sex on a Stage. I wanted to give him his his uh, dream, give him Sex on the Stage. Uh, nice. That kind of thing. So we get done. But my favorite part was there was a heckler in the front row that says, I didn't come here to see any fucking female. And I just kind of leaned on the wall, left her alone, and said, okay, this is going to be fun. Let's see what she does with it. And she says, well, you got a fucking female. Deal with it. And popped off back. The place exploded. It was a great moment. I came up, and then she left. My thing is I went to her later, and this is the deal on stage. I said, okay, now i got to know. You're a stage guy, Rich. You you feel that energy and just love it. Jimmy and I did. And I said, what was it like? Because you try to explain that to somebody, and they don't get it. They really don't. I said, what was it like? She goes, it was the most incredible thing I ever felt. When 300 people are just like on your side and exploding. And I go, that's the rush I chase. Yeah. And that's just the way. I mean, you live there. But the, you know, those damn hecklers. Oh, no. Come on. You got to have a way to deal with them, right? Do you guys have a system or you just feel it in the moment? I I, I, I in the moment. I, I, I fortunately don't have anyone give me shit. When I'm on stage yet. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to happen. And I'm not going to be good at it. In real life, I, I'm great. I can heckle the f- shit out of anyone at work or yeah. like that. But on stage, I'd be a little more intimidated. So I'll have someone comment and I'll just kind of bring him in with me. Oh, you know. And then I'll bring him in. One guy kind of heckled me at a, a, a bar show. I was talking about being divorced. And I go, well, look at you. You're here on a Thursday night. I said, what are you? you you're no better. Yeah. You're, you're drinking beers on a thir- on a weekday, a school night. Yeah. And? Yeah. <laughs> That's What's how wrong good, with that? That's how good you are with uh, women. Yeah, so. no, totally. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm more of a, I, I've turned into a lot of crowd work stuff, so I don't care. Yeah. Bring it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'd rather not. I'd rather just be myself and uh, and shut up. Please shut up, everybody. I don't want to, don't, 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 please. But acknowledgements or someone laughing when I start to say a joke, then I'll bring them in. You know, and then I'll be, make them part of the act. Oh, I love you it. Know, or the response of it, you know. Yeah. I, I, I had a, uh, two years ago, I had a group called Strike That. And it's my buddy, Billy Hahn. He's the drummer with Colby Calais. Uh-huh. You know, great artist. And um, anyways, we had this group where basically we would just play household objects like trash cans, um, paper clips, staplers, scotch tape dispensers, filing cabinets. And we would make music <laughs> out of it. I so, love it. So we bring all this stuff and we play at Zany's, which is this iconic venue in Nashville. And we would open up for the comics and, and basically uh, we would reverse heckle the audience. So I'd, you know, we'd be playing drums and stuff and we'd go, you know, this first seat is right there. So all these people were like, what the hell is this? And I would grab their salt shakers and be playing sh- salt shakers in their, in their <laughs> face. And then I would Grab one woman's beer. I drank the woman's beer, and you come around. You're playing. You're playing them. You're playing their table. So we didn't even give them a chance to heckle us. We reverse heckled it. They had no yeah. idea what to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're part of the show right now. It was so fun. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. see that kind of thing with the the stage presence and the quick on your feet. Yeah. You you you, you did have no problem doing your first five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Not we gotta be, gotta be. Get ready, Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. gotta be. Get- Coming to Flappers. <laughs> exactly. I, I want it to happen now. I'm like ready. Oh, I gotta get it. Steve, are you ready? Cooper? Steve, Cooper's gonna help me with the material. Absolutely. No, Steve was, uh, Cooper was, last time he called uh, a couple months ago or a month ago, he, he said he had a, a, he had, tell him he's got a joke. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, he he's got the joke. He can't. He can't use it back east, but he can use it here in Southern California. He said it kills every time he's selling it to anybody who wants it, and he'd give yeah. it to you. A, we yeah. know he'd give it to you. Yeah. Oh, I like. That. I like that. He's a joke writer. You could get paid good money to write jokes. Right? Exactly, yeah. and it's not really person. It is really not personality uh, driven. It is definitely a comment on Southern California that oh. everyone just applause breaks and laughs their ass off. And it would go great in Burbank. For real. Oh, yeah, you're set. Okay. You're done. That's, so, my, that's my first joke. First yeah, joke's exactly. already... Coop, you're already done with the first joke. Love it. We already got him a credit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to do that. That's... Oh, God, I gotta be there. That's gonna be so freaking cool. So what... Uh, you, I'm sure you mentioned it earlier. So what do you got coming up? I know we're getting close to the end here. Yeah, no, it's uh, great stuff happening. I'm flying back to Nash, sunny Nashville um, uh, t- tonight. I'll land tonight at midnight. My One of my buddies is gonna pick me up, and I've got three days in Nashville, 72 hours. I'm teaching at a place called Drum Paradise. I'm doing a master class for uh, people that want to know about, you know, country drumming and navigating the Nashville music business. I'm doing that on Tuesday night. And um, getting back out on the road with uh, with Aldine. We're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then coming back to Nashville, I'm doing my one-day role as Chris Isaac in the horror movie All Light Will End. And, um, you know, around that, just doing all my crazy projects. You know, I'm writing writing these two books I'm talking about and, you know, booking my motivational speeches. And apparently I'm going to do five minutes of comedy the next time I come. <laughs> throw, that uh, throw it in the mix. I mean, I mean, what the heck, you know, but I'm, ex- I'm excited about coming. I mean, I've got probably another 60 shows to do there with Aldine, but then um, we're going to not tour November to March, November of this year to March of next year. So I'm basically going to be living in Los Angeles. I'm going to be out here and uh, I'm going to be starting to study Thursday nights at the Beverly Hills Playhouse, which is oh, really, nice. which is really, you know, um, where Doris Roberts studied uh, to the almost to the day she passed. Wow. Um, Harry Hamlin, they're all kind of uh, members of the Beverly Hills Playhouse, and I got a great teacher over there, so I'm super excited. So that, about that's that. a legacy kind of place, right there. Yeah, total, there. Yeah. total legacy. So I'm excited about that. But you know, during the course of the year, you know, if there's any musicians out there, you know, I record drums for people for, for artists all over the planet. I have a studio in Nashville, Crash Studio. So you know, songwriters or producers or composers or artists will send me their files, and I record drums right there in my house, and I send them back their stuff, and they're and they never even have to see me. Really? Wow. There's your, there's your technology right it's, there. That's yeah. great. Put yourself out there. Use the tools properly, mm-hmm. and you're out there. When uh, So when is your next podcast dropping? Um, we are going to uh, do it on the 24th, and then it's usually like a couple-day turnaround. You know, my, yeah, you just, yeah, you should be able to put that up pretty quick. Yeah, but there should be five. Everyone check it out. Pick Rich's Brain on Google, iTunes, Stitcher, and richribbon.com. we got five episodes. Now, with all the platforms, really the, the central spot to find out all your info would be richredmond.com. Yeah, there's uh, richredmond.com, R-E-D-M-O-N-D.com if you're really interested in hiring me as a speaker, you can go to CrashCourseForSuccess.com. And if you've really got a lot of free time and you want to watch five short films that I co-wrote, co-produced, casted, and acted in, you can go to RichActs.com. And if you want to buy my drumming stuff, I've got a seven-hour educational program at DrummingInTheModernWorld.com. Nice. Nice. And tons of YouTube videos. Yeah, and on the socials, I'm just me, Rich Redmond. Please follow me on Instagram. Definitely follow him. Uh, we'll I'll post. follow you. See, look at that. Gives the love back immediately. Give it back. A giver. Immediately. I'm a giver, ladies. <laughs> I will Just give saying. anything for that tuna, yeah, tuna sandwich. sandwich. I will do anything. I will give anything. My big selling point is, ladies, I my first kiss is below the belt. Boom! And we have... <laughs> is that how I end up? There, there's a symbol. Did, I was waiting for the symbol. Did, symbol. Okay. did we just go off the air? How no. Quiet, I was, how quiet was that? Well, I was waiting but for the But this is internet radio. We can say anything <laughs> we want. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, it started early with the, I like coming into anything. 
And then... Whatever, FCC. <laughs> got time for your <laughs> shit. Well, a shirt, FCC. Yeah, yeah, cross out. There it is. There's the next thing that goes on the crash. Or FCC. Yeah. I like, the, I like the thing. Okay, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the you thing. guys are great. Thank you so much for having me. And let's 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 get out, man. You know, we'll we'll, we'll go drink El Chupacabras in Rancho Cucamongas. Right, well, if you didn't have to go, I'd take you for some right now. But you got you got to be in Nashville yeah, tonight to by midnight. I do. Well, I, we have we have one more thing you're going to do. With yes, us. you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a thing it's we coming. do every week. We call it the Roy and Jimmy thing. Great eight quiz. Oh shoot. Okay. There's eight Good questions. Road, There's eight questions. There's no right or wrongs. Uh, just whatever comes to first thing in your uh, your mind when we ask. Oh, we got it. Yeah. All right, Rich Redmond. The Great Eight Quiz is yours. Number one. Do you like Kimmel or Fallon? Yes. That's a, probably the best answer right there. Number I've been on both. Yeah, they're both awesome people. Uh, Fall- Fallon knows names. Oh yeah. He will, and he will always make it a point to come and shake the drummer's hand, which is awesome. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. See, love him more. This one, this one might be. Um, Hard for you, but it's a question we asked. What is your chill music? What do you What do you unwind to? Is there is? I'm sure there's a ton of them. What would be kind of the first go to? Um, Jeff Buckley's uh, Grace record. Oh, nice! It's got uh, that cover of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah on it, yeah. and then like any kind of like vibey singer songwriter like Lucinda Williams or you know. Wow, very yeah. nice. Number three, we asked earlier, but it might change. Uh, your drummer inspiration that got you saying, you know what, I can do this, and this drummer is the one that you kind of modeled yourself after, but really inspired you the most. Probably Carmine Apice and Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland, yeah, yeah the police stuff. You know what I, I appreciate with uh, Stuart Copeland and also um, Rolling Stones? Uh, Charlie Watts. The technique being old school. Oh, you know, the traditional the way, grip, yeah. Yeah, where they, they hold there. But the, the sound that they're making, you know, be, uh, you have the animals, you yeah. know, doing the drums. Oh, Dino Danelli, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, that old school technique, but still creating all that yeah. big sound. You know, uh, like I said, I love drummers. So. Yeah, that was a grip that grew out of the uh, Civil War because the drums were slanted when the kids were marching. Yeah. And then it kind of fell out of favor because we didn't have to sling the drums off of our oh, one gotcha. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's a little tidbit I didn't Learned know about something. that. A little history lesson. <laughs> and this one is for everybody. Uh, number four, what is your go-to comedy movie? You got a favorite? Any Judd Apatow film. I think he's a genius. Um, I can watch This Is 40 over Dude, and that's over a funny movie. Over because it's true. Every bit of it. The right. hemorrhoids, the... Everything. I need you to look at this. I saw you give birth. She goes, "Can we just keep some secrets between us?" She just, just, just look at it and then unsee it. That, that's a great movie. Uh, number five. What is the last thing that pissed you off? Could be minor. Could be major. What is the last thing? Oh my god. Um, irritated. We'll go with irritated. Pissed off's kind of strong. Oh um, well, there's some sort of. Um, there's a credit card company that calls me six times a day, and I, I've closed the account. I paid it off, and I closed it, and they continue to call me. That's amazing, right? Come on. You have no problem calling you when you're five seconds late. Come on, people. Yes, please. Get up with the time. <laughs> number number six, your pizza leftovers, cold or warmed up? I like cold pizza. Yeah. I see Italians. We just kind of just go for it. It's yeah, like, can I have for breakfast. See, with a, with a coffee, a black coffee, and a slice of pizza. Done that many see, I times. Like it when it's cold like that, because you bite into it, the cheese, kind of snaps. Mm. Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, you already had it in come its on. prime. You get to enjoy it in a different form, and it's still great. And in California, we can have cashew cheese, whatever you want, or pineapple. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. I it's love not the state. just pepperonis anymore, people. Mm. Number seven. What is your favorite cuss word? 
Oh, you know, the one that goes back all to the beginning of time, the kings and queens have used, that starts with an F. Wow. He doesn't want to say Don't fuck. say it. He doesn't want to oh, say Oh, yeah, fuck. I mean, I've, oh, my God, I was talking about I know you're coming and tuna fish sandwiches, I can't say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you drew the line right there at the end, like the F word. Yeah. It's kind of funny the way, because you talked about coming in tuna fish sandwiches, is that's, what you said. That's and bad. that's got, like, real scary. That's, oh, right. that's, that's got the, the no, next right, Judd Apatow film written all over. That might be the most sickest food mashup you've ever done. Ever right. done. I heard it. <laughs> I heard, I heard it. it. Unless Mike Coletta calls in and says, you know what? <laughs> you, know, you know what? You should try All right, our last question. Mm. This one's our favorite salty is <laughs> but you, you know good, good good for the skin you better good you for the skin make sure to put make sure to put the uh, never have this guy it. on our show again <laughs> number eight this one's our favorite and everyone does this what is your best impression doesn't have to be a famous person could be anyone you know everybody has one rich redmond what is your best impression oh my god i, I don't really do impressions mock um, somebody mannerisms Everybody in my band mocks me. They've got a really good me. They, what, they do okay, a really good me. What is an impression? Okay. No, what they is go like, imp- hey, hey, buddy, what's going on, man? They, like, it's like, it's like pre- I'm like, wow, that's me. And they apparently I walk funny. And so they, they, there's this gate to my walk, I guess. And they go like, hey, buddy, what's going on, man? Yeah, good to see you. Let's, I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. I just love that you did the impression of someone doing else you. doing me. I was going to say, yeah, let's have the impression of you from somebody else doing you. Oh, that's awesome. God. Excellent, Rich. You know what, buddy? What a great time with you. Thank oh, you so much for coming in. My absolute pleasure. We'll definitely do this again, and we'll definitely have to hang out and, uh, and, and catch up and keep in touch with all this stuff. I, I don't think he'll come out again because we lured him in. He had no idea he had to go through a fruit check in a border before he got here. Rancho True. Cucamonga. True. In fact, the, 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 the melons outside, he's going to have to leave them here because we don't want to... Uh, I love Go through it. any trouble through no, I, I love it. or something. Anytime, guys. Awesome. No, this is great. And maybe, maybe one time I'll take off on the, my, my acting class and we'll just I'll come and do the Monday night thing and I'll bring my rubber chicken and my symbol. Whenever, whenever you want, <laughs> man. Perfect. We'll, we'll get the we'll get some workout on that. <laughs> You're welcome whenever. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Yeah, All right, man. Uh, Eddie, we're we're going to stop this thing now, man. Go on we're a done. high note. We're out on a high note. This is Ryan Jimmy Thing special Sunday edition morning stuff that we're doing with Rich and we're out of here because we're all like pros. We are pros. Thanks for listening again. Uh, podcast will be up. We may or may not be on tomorrow night. It really depends on it. I'm going to take us out on a little, uh, a bit of a little Texas and uh, we're, we're wrapped up. That's it. We're done. See ya. We'll see y'all later. All right. Have a good day, guys. Bye.